0: Just before we get started on this episode of The Great Cast, I'd like to inform you of the services I can offer you outside of entertainment. Grey Mania Fitness offers online coaching and one-to-one personal training at competitive rates, mostly suited towards those who are interested in the pursuit of powerlifting, sport performance, general fitness and weight loss. Get in contact via Instagram or Facebook, that's Grey Mania Fitness, and let the gains run wild on you, brother. From the After 12 Podcast Network. So good afternoon ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Just before we get started on episode 7 of The Great Cast... Just wanted to say if you could please rate, review and subscribe, it really helps the podcast out and just as I've heard today, that we've hit over 1,000 plays for the first five episodes, so thank you very much for everyone involved. Now, since that's over, we'll get into today's guest. She's an absolute deadlift phenomenon, coming in, not been too long into Scottish powerlifting sports, she's already came third at British Juniors, was it? Yeah, Yep. She holds a Scottish deadlift record, holds a British deadlift record and probably coming for a couple more things there as well. It is none other than Annie Nelson. How are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? No, I'm not too bad. Tired as always. I just had some early morning clients and yeah. doing uh, Miss Coco this morning, but also joined <laughs> by Coco. Oh. She's a little doggo.
1: She is, lovely.
0: That's brilliant. She's super chill today.
1: She's just like my dog, just wants cuddles.
0: Oh yeah, oh, she's such a wee sook, honestly. <laughs> All she wants to do... All she'll do is just try and sit up and cuddle. That's it. I
1: love it. That's the best kind of dog.
0: See, anytime me and Lucy hug her that, she's like right up to <laughs> Right us in and the middle. Go, oh, that's what's happening here? So that's brilliant. So you've been training pretty hard this week.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm very
0: sore.
1: Mhm. Um, I train Monday to Friday, so weekends are off for me. Yeah. Um. So it's nice because I don't work on the weekends and I don't have training. Yeah. So I really look forward to them, but I'm just in agony.
2: <laughs> ah, yeah.
1: But it's good, though, because if I wasn't sore, then I'd be thinking, have I really done enough this week?
0: Yeah, a lot of people think like that. It's like if you're not buried in a hole, sometimes you're like, oh, <laughs> shouldn't have been working that hard that much. But no, that's fine. Yeah, you're definitely putting in a shift. I see a lot of your training videos.
1: Yeah, um, we try to decide, like me and my coach, how much to actually post or not. So, like, there's obviously with anyone, it's the same. Like, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes as ah, well. yeah. Like, most of the time I'm lying on the floor, like, nearly crying. I can't like so,
0: oh, so... I've, I've, I've spoke about a few people crying. Like, I've, um...
1: Yeah.
0: Sanya's crying a lot.
1: Really?
3: In
0: my... J- I, I, it's never because, like, I push her too hard. It's always because, like, she gets the wrong idea, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Daddy, stop giving me pause, what do you want? Aww. And I'm like, stop crying, you be prick. And then she's <laughs> fine after it, but she's a wee, she's a wee terror when she wants to be. But, yeah. yeah, we'll just get started then. So, how did you... I know you had a wee bit of a, sort of, fitness... I wouldn't say career, obviously, but maybe, like, a like how did you actually get into your health and fitness and your sport beforehand, and then how did that bridge into powerlifting?
1: So, ever since I was wee, so, like, literally since I was about three or four, mm-hmm. my mum and dad were very encouraging with getting into sports and stuff. Yeah. I'm the oldest, so I was the first child. That's perfect. And, um... I used to do, I know my coach will tell me it's not real sport, but I used to do competitive dancing.
0: Oh, yeah. see, <laughs> I've got a thing I get, right, I, I've i never actually told anybody this, but like I see it and I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, what, it's, I get like annoyed at that, so see like music or battle the bands and stuff, I'm like, you're trying to make it art, like competitive I'm like, don't understand it. Yeah. Are these things are not like a money swindle thing?
1: Well, I don't think... Ours was. I don't know what other like no, groups yet. are. But there's like... ones
0: where I'm like, this person came first and second, and first mm-hmm. and then duos and then team, and then I'm like, they had to travel out to some place, and there's always this guy that's there, and I'm like, what is this? I'm um, really confused. I was because I was I've never been in that yeah. realm, but it's maddening. But yeah, continue. It's, so. it's
1: just so yeah. different. Like the yeah. way that it's. Oh, that's why, I think the reason it's so different is because it's not like powerlifting where it's like literally your numbers on paper. Yeah. That's it. There's no discussion about it like, oh, well, I think that person's better. It's like, well, no, this is the numbers and that's the reality of Yeah,
0: yeah. There's subjectivity to stuff like that. It's kind of yeah. like fighting as well a lot of the time. You mm. will be marked on like a performance of a scorecard, but yeah. it's totally up to the <coughs> judge's decision.
1: Yeah. So, no, I did that. I did street dance competitively mm. for quite a few years that like we actually got to the world championships which was amazing like I loved that so much and I do really really miss it but yeah, it got to a point where I had to kind of decide because I was doing athletics at the same time yeah I think I started that when I was 14 or 15 yeah did it for about 7 years competitively yeah
0: where was that about there mostly
1: that was at Petrievy and Dunfermline oh
0: yeah good old Petrievy
1: yeah so I started there and then when I went to uni I started training in Edinburgh at Meadowbank before it got shut down yeah and I did really, really like it, but I don't know, I just, I was never that good at
2: it. Yeah.
1: Like, I was alright, I was never rubbish. Yeah,
2: you had a remember, good standard.
1: Yeah, like, I had a couple of coaches, and I remember the first one was alright, and then something happened that he had to leave, and then I got mm. a new coach, and I remember him telling me, like, he was like, oh, you know your old coach used to be like, oh, don't pick her for the realise she's rubbish and that. Oof. Like, she just, like, never, he just never really had, like, a lot of belief in oh, me. Yeah. So... Anyways, I got to a point where I was actually alright. I wasn't great, but I was okay. Yeah. Did it at uni and stuff, but then we kind of did a little bit of weight training for that, but only occasionally. Some of your power cleans and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I just, like, I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um... Even from like a young age, like 15, 16, I remember like wanting to lift the same as the boys. Yeah. I don't know why. I was just like, God, I've got to fail to just do it. Just getting yeah. Yeah. And my coach would always laugh. He'd be like, You're actually really good at this. But I never actually thought maybe I should just do
0: that. Ah, actually compete in some form of lifting, yeah. yeah. It's weird because like, um, I find that I think some people don't think it's a thing.
1: No.
3: And
0: then when they sort of roll into it, and I'm like, I've done it to a few people, I've showed them it, and I'm like, This is what it is. And they're like, Oh, shit, it's actually a thing. And they get like dead <laughs> into it. But no, I heard, um, I've heard actually be tales and rumours about you back in day that you were an absolute grafter when it came to training. Really? <laughs> yeah, so that was what Mister Stephen Perry-Clyde was saying. <laughs> uh, he was saying he was just like ah absolute grafter. So when he started pulling yeah. the numbers and going into training, that's when he was like, yeah, I could see that. that? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's really nice to hear. I loved it, like, but then it just did get to a point where I actually wasn't even enjoying it at all. Mm. Like, I remember like actually a specific time like when I was at uni, I was training with mostly just boys. Yeah. So, obviously, they're going to be naturally faster and fitter than me. Yeah. So, I was, like, always kind of at the back. Yeah. If they didn't handicap the runs. And at one point, I was just sitting at the side of the track because I thought I was, like, going to pass out or be sick or something awful like that. And I was just, like, I don't enjoy this anymore.
2: Yeah. Ah. And I
1: was actually feeling really down about it and it wasn't making me happy like exercise is meant to.
0: hmm
1: And then... I literally said to my friend, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do powerlifting. But I said it as a joke.
0: Yeah, fuck it, just go it uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, like I said, I'll I have joking. Weights. Yeah. And then he was like, actually, I know someone who used to do that. And it was a girl called Alison Horn, who I didn't know, but he introduced me to her. Yeah. And then she had one session with me. She was so kind to like, let me actually mm-hmm. come and join in with her. And um, I was like, I actually really like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how I got into it and just never looked back.
0: Yeah. Did you go to any comps before that? No. See, ah, see, that's like my sort of bridge where you get people into yeah. it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, just come and see it for a laugh. And then they come in and then see everybody getting hyped, <laughs> see everybody shouting for everybody and that. And then they're like, oh. Because uh, I think a lot of people, barriers when it comes to sport and that, when it's like, like the performance element, but then it's like everybody's like, waiting for you to win Mm. they're like oh it's it's you against yourself rather than like a team sport or like a like a race where you be racing against someone Mm. so it really takes that part out of it and they're like oh nice but that was brilliant
1: it's totally different to any other sport i think because like everyone like when you watch someone's competition video back and Mm. someone's like grinding through a lift Literally, the whole room shouting on them, yeah, and even the people they're comp- competing against, they're shouting like they want them to lift that yeah. in a way.
0: <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> like, like
1: it. it's amazing. <laughs> I'm yeah. like
0: the opposite when it comes to like my yeah, lifters. Same. If somebody's <laughs> lifting, I'm like, nah, As like, I remember, um, Wee yeah, like, be- brilliant woman. I think she's great, obviously. She's a master um, three, uh, British world record holder, isn't she? Or yeah, British she record holder, at though. least
1: British, anyways. Uh, yeah, brilliant.
0: We squat, but like. She was squatting against. I was competing against Sanya, and I'm just like, I hope you miss this. I hope <laughs> yeah, you miss your on. attempt. I didn't care, even though like Sanya's in her thirties, shouldn't be much of a better She is a good lifter, but I was like, wasn't well, really competitive against, but because Sanya smoked her on bench and deadlift. But I was yeah. like, hope you miss this. I didn't care. <laughs> I'm like, oh, any other weight class, I'm like, go for it. Come up against my guys, I'm like, nah. Hope you yeah, don't.
1: I get that because my coach is the same, and mm. I'm the same as well. Like. I find myself actually shouting for people in my weight class and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I don't want them to offer that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't give them evidence.
1: I don't actually want you to get that.
0: (laughs) Don't waste your energy on them. I'd be the same.
1: It's just something about, like, watching someone, like, their wee face when you see someone get a lift that they've obviously tried so hard for. Yeah. You can't help but feel happy for them.
0: Aye, aye, especially when it's, like, a long-time PB that you know they've been searching for for a long time when they hit it. It does give that a wee bit of a, a nice sort of feeling. Then yeah. you go back to want to crush them. Exactly. <laughs> but it's brilliant. Um, I no, mean, Barry. So you're saying that you're actually in middle uh, cutting for where's your next comp? Is it the classic?
1: Yeah, the classic in May. Classic so May. made the mistake of not cutting early enough for the Easterns, so <laughs> that's why I'm doing it now. Yeah. Um, we literally did my cut in like two weeks for the Easterns, and Ooh, I normally sit at about sixty-seven and a half kilos. And i compete in the 63 class.
0: Oh, that'd be a long, it's a hard draw to yeah. cut from
1: I've it. never been so stressed in my life. Yeah. Like, I'm laughing about it now, but me and my coach were like, Jesus Christ, like, this is drastic. Like, yeah. the day before was awful. I think I was at like a kilo and a half in a, a day.
0: I didn't miss plate cutting, like, at no. all. And yeah, I remember for the last time, I it a few times, where me cutting to 74 kilos, like, that's not much yeah. heavier than what you must be right now. Uh-huh. I <laughs> and know. and uh, that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's, uh, out of the question nowadays obviously, but back then, even then it was that was treacherous for me and so I didn't I don't envy anybody that have to cut weight at all.
1: I think like the second that I start to lose any strength I'll move up to the seventy because Yeah. 'Cause I'm not sacrificing that.
0: Oh you definitely look, you look like you'd be a seventy two at some point. Yeah probably I think the next be. year, yeah. The way like even, there's th- some even 84s that are smaller than you as well Yeah. high like we Alice Freeman and stuff uh-huh. like they're going up Yeah,
1: I thought. I, saw, I thought I saw her entering in the 84s for the unis
0: mm-hmm. so. I think she is and that's going to be terrifying yeah to three but brilliant but yeah at some point it's like um, Aaron as well like he started at 83s and then like went to the 93s cut down 83s mm-hmm. but then we're just recomping back up eventually he's going to be a 105er because he's that height Yeah. Again, you might as well grow steadily into your weight class. You didn't want to just put on all the beef yeah. and then just be like an athletic big person. Yeah, like I mean myself.
1: I don't even know how this is gonna go. Like I'm so far out that like the entries aren't even open yet. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, maybe in, like, four weeks' time I'm going to be like, this weight isn't shifting, I'll need to enter as a 72. I don't
0: no, know. I think you'll be fine. As long as I you think take I'll your, be fine. As long as you take your time out. Um, me and Sanya kind of mucked that one up, where, like, I yeah. actually got somebody in to help, and she was 600 grams over on the day, which was, she was a poop away from making weight. Yeah. But it's um, still a nightmare, so I'm like, just keep to your normal weight class, you'll be fine.
1: Yeah, if you're struggling. Like, that was the only time I struggled to make weight was at Eastern. It's like, yeah. I literally woke up in the morning and I was so scared to step on the scales. Like, because yeah. the, the day before was just an absolute nightmare. And then I stepped on them and I was 63.1. And I was like, hallelujah. I just spat in a cup the whole way. Yeah. And I was 63 on the nose. Bang on the nose. Yeah. Oof, I'm not doing that this time.
0: Oh, yeah. Spit minging when it comes to
1: that. I'll, I'll be like 62 and a half max. Yeah. I would like to be a wee bit lighter than that, but. Sitting on. Yeah, I that's just want cool. to be safe like, yeah. in my weight class. Um, so far, it's been fine, like keeping strength up and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna keep an eye on that.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Now, just strength number seems to be. I've had a wee look at open parallel before today. Mm. Seems to be climbing pretty pretty well. Deadlift mm-hmm. seems to be taking jumps. <laughs> yeah, as always. You always get freak pullers like that. You're pulling the most men than when they start out as well. I love that. <laughs> I can imagine. It's,
1: like, it's funny because when I first started, like, the deadlift was the one I was scared about. I don't know why.
0: A lot of people are. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people give it bad names.
1: It's, it's so simple as well. Yeah. Like, the basics of it.
0: Yeah, I think it's probably the simplest. It's like, there's a lot of mechanical and there's a lot of technical mm-hmm. inefficiencies and efficiencies that go with it, but... I'd always say that bench press is probably the most technical. Yeah, I would agree. Squats, probably the hardest. And mm-hmm. deadlifts, bit. for me, it's I fucking hate deadlifts. Like, Do you? Oh, I, I hate deadlifts. I love it. It's so Actually, in the previous episode with Mark Keys, me and him talk about it, eh? And mm-hmm. It's just, a bench, I can always smash in a bench session. Squats, I can always persevere with squats, and I can always climb. Deadlifts, it's just minging. Like, um. for me, for a good part, of like a couple of years back training, I'd be like, I'd be pulling like 210 for like sets of four or five Mm and then nice and easy. And then the next week, I couldn't pull 180 off the floor. Really? Like, that's my. For me, deadlifts are always a fucking mixed kettle of fish normally, uh, a bit everywhere. But for yourself, you seem to be just constantly improving. So, how (laughs) did you get through from getting interested in powerlifting to your first comp? What was your first comp? It
1: was Scottish uni's last year. Oh, yeah, So, last April. Yeah. So I've actually not even been competing for a year yet. I actually only realised that this morning.
0: That's pretty mad. I love it. How many courses have you done?
1: I've only, well, I did quite a lot in my first year. Yeah. So I did the unis for my first one, and then I did Scottish Juniors, then I did Scottish Classic the week after. I don't know yeah. why I did that. Mental. I'll not be doing that again.
0: No. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: no, no, no. And then I did the All Scottish and then British Juniors and then
0: just Easterns just passed. Oh, Jesus Christ, you've done about as much as Aaron and Aaron gets absolutely absolute disrespect to on for doing all the clocks, the all the comps. Oh. No, that's great. So, how did you get into what was the road between deciding to do powerlifting after that first session with Alison Horn and to mm-hmm. competing?
1: Um, I just thought, like, I've always been competitive. So, like, I thought I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go into this just for the fun of it because then. yeah Like I don't really feel like I get anything out
0: of that. Well, like you, as I said, you've already done, you've already competed at a level. Yeah. So especially even when you're dancing, we can say if it's a sport or not. But you've (laughs) been on a world stage. Yeah. So again, like I always say to people, like if you've never competed in something, take it easy. The first comp, Mm -hmm. like just go and have fun. Uh, For somebody like yourself or anybody else who's competed in a certain level or a professional level, Mm -hmm. like you can just go in and make sure all guns blazing.
1: Yeah. I just, like, I thought I'm not really going to push myself as much as I could if I'm not competing. Yeah. So, like, I said to my coach before I even had a coach, like, he was actually my spin class instructor. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, he's fucking mental. (laughs) Like, and I thought, like, right, he must do it himself he must coach himself or he knows somebody that coaches yeah so I asked him and he was like I actually specialise in like strength and conditioning do you want to have a chat mm-hmm. and I did that and like because he's like so competitive himself it just works so well yeah so um, mm-hmm. he was the same as me like we both have the same kind of goals like, even for my first comp it was kind of like don't put too much pressure on yourself see, it goes. yeah Bust, but also yeah. he was also like I know that you want to try and win that yeah and I was like no I don't but he was looking at me like you're, I know you're lying yeah just fire him so, below, yeah. yeah. but it works it works
0: it's good to see because like I always like something I see in myself a lot of the time like I never really like I never ever thought and you must have had this through your athletics where like Never thought I was good enough or a lot of time mm-hmm. and I never thought people gave me a chance to be good enough. Yeah. And then when you find that thing where it clicks and you're breaking records for yourself, and I can imagine it would feel amazing.
2: It, it is. Especially
0: because of an athletic career when it's just like not good enough. Yeah. And then you stop it, you don't enjoy it and then you're finding something, you're like, fuck this, I actually am good enough. That honestly, Probably that's one exactly of the best it. in like Britain when it comes to it, if you know what I mean. Because yeah. you are breaking records and you are getting on the stage the podiums for your first year of lifting as well.
1: Totally, you're totally right though because like I just the whole time I did athletics I just always felt like kind of in the background I was mm. only I'd only ever get picked if no one else could do it yeah and I was like I felt like I was like busting my gut at training and nothing was happening and I just but now like people who I used to train with are messaging me like oh my god this is amazing like yeah. I've finally found my sport so yeah, yeah.
0: that's brilliant it's amazing to see you perform especially it's good to hear that part of the story because I never knew that yeah. Which is really, all the people know that as well, which is a nice story. Yeah. So you're gearing up for your first lift, your first competition. You'd got your coach. Did you get your coach all sorted and then ready, like, quite a while out from your first comp, or was it quite like a smash and grab, like, let's just get into unis and well,
1: it out? Well, I kind of, I started lifting properly in October 2018. Yeah. And then my first comp was April. So, like, I hadn't really properly touched a weight Do until you? October 2018. And so that was what, October, November, December, January, February, like seven months yeah. of training, but it was quite a lot.
0: Yeah, I can imagine you would put it to the metal quite a bit.
1: I think at the time I was maybe training four times a week, mm-hmm. like I'd, yeah, Monday to Friday about four times a week, um, yeah, and we just... I just remember, like, being so nervous but so excited, like, yeah. I couldn't wait to see, like, what it was all about and stuff because I'd never actually went to a comp before. Yeah,
0: that's my thought. I would have yeah. definitely went to a comp before. Yeah.
1: Um, I was, like, YouTubing all these comps oh, yeah. so trying to watch it.
0: I would, have, I would have been watching, like, I would have been, I remember I went to a few fights before I fought and yeah. I've been to, like, all the, I've never actually competed in powerlifting but I've yeah. seen all these competitions and I'm like, I kind of know what's up now, so yeah. that's
1: fine. Yeah, you know how it all works. hmm it is like people are talking about like handlers and that and I was like well, what is a handler? <laughs> I literally didn't know anything.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I suppose because I um, that's the thing when it comes to powerlifting, there's like um there's a definite there's like a big sort of information gap when you first get into the sport because uh-huh. you're like I want to do this. And there's so many people that think they want to do it, and I'm like you probably need to jump through a lot of hoops to get into it first. Yeah, it's like you need a membership, you need to actually pay to enter, you need IPF approved mm-hmm. kit you need all of this, you need to make sure that somebody's got your attempt slips in, you need to know what to do to weigh in, you need to yeah. do all this and then it's just like, it's easy when you've got somebody there but I can't imagine somebody not having a handler a lot of the time. No. Sorry, handling I, a bunch of kids.
1: I would really struggle if I didn't have
0: that. Oh yeah, I could see it in, um, seeing a muck up at the Classics last, last year when it came mm-hmm. to, somebody like was in the toilet when their call was made it and stuff. I'd be going mental. I'm,
1: like, at the sidelines ready to go, like, as soon as yeah. there's, like, four lifters before me, I'm, like, there.
0: Yeah. Aye, I'm just saying it's ready to go on time, and I keep everybody's, like, warm-ups on time as well, I keep an eye, yeah. but, like I remember one of them was, like, I need to go to the toilet, and I was not happy that they had to go to the toilet. <laughs> no. Was not happy at all, I was, like, well, I'm just fucking have to hurry up, you miss your queue, that's it.
1: I can't imagine you having, like, multiple lifters on the same day to handle. Oh, like, it's a nightmare. I actually couldn't do that. See,
0: it's not bad, because, like... The last one I had, I had to help out with it. the other one, and I had in different flights. It's fine. Mark Keys has normally got about eleven or sixteen yeah. to do it, and I was just like, nah, I can't. He even seems do
1: that. so calm as well, but I don't know how you do that.
0: Oh, he's probably hungover. To be honest. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe nah, I'm only kidding, Marcos, <laughs> but he can't. But that's so. You went in, and what did you do? at you did you place or did you win?
1: Uh, yeah, I came second. Yeah, that's good. Like I went. I... What was your
0: numbers like on the day?
1: I opened at a 100kg squat, yeah. and then I went
0: 110,
1: 115. Good
0: numbers. For and that was,
1: I won the squat off that. Looking back now, I'm like, that's not like, what I'd like to be hitting now. But Boy. for like, a beginner, I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah,
0: for hitting that, the first one was great.
1: Yeah. And then the bench, I went 57, 60, 62. Yeah. And then I only missed one lift, and that was my final deadlift. So I did one two. I think it's 120 or 125. I think it was 120. And then 140, and then my coach went to me, like, do you want five or 147? And I was just like, fuck it, put 147 on the bar. One
0: fucking 50, <laughs> let's go for it.
1: And I kind of hitched it a little bit, so I got a red light for that. Mm-hmm. But um, I missed out on first by like five kilos or two right. kilos, something like that.
0: But that's good who came first on that one.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's a to called Jennifer Muir. I think she competes in the 72s now. I've never heard her, of, that
0: kind, of so, kind of place her name. Yeah, I was just like. A lot of people like, compete in their uni well, circuit, and that's all they do is yeah. the unis and. And uh, think they've got more of like a team, vi- like team vibe in it and stuff. Which
1: yeah, which is really nice, but ah, It's a bit of a nightmare. It's not a team sporty. Eh? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's
0: not at all. Yeah, like, yeah it's, it's not a team just sport. It's quite, just you
1: and the bar really.
0: Aye, so that's why I was like, oh, the unis can be a bit strange for that. Yeah, but that's fine. So since then, like your deadlifters really, really came on leaps and bounds. <laughs> yeah. by Alex. So we've got that one eighty-five in the bag the other time.
1: Yes, one eighty five was my third attempt damn, at the Easterns.
0: For a sixty-three kilo girl, that's <laughs> madly impressive. That's uh, more than like a few guys that I know that I pulled on that day as well.
1: It actually felt a lot better than what I thought it was gonna feel. It looked pretty easy. Cause like the plan for us, like us as a me and my coach, the plan was to get my one eighty dead. Yeah. And the way that we've always worked it, and the way that it's worked so far for me, really well, has been get your record or your goal that you want in the deadlift do that for your second attempt yeah and that's how we've always done it I've actually broken the records in twos because of that so like I'll get it done for my second attempt and then I'm like fuck it add 10 kilos yeah Uh, or 5
0: kilos that's what I normally say as well so like normally i play at like (laughs) I don't know I'm I'm a bit uh, fast and loose with attempts because I just like to scare them on the day but like normally I'm like attempt quite high and then second one should be if we land on it, it's hmm. fine, I'm happy with it. And third one's normally like a percentage max, like it is a one rep max, it yeah. is like a PB uh, to normally go for it. And there's so many people that are like obsessed with getting nine for nine. and I'm I am like, Just go and do your best. Like yeah. If you pull it in the day. And a couple of conversations with coaches, like, they don't really play the game unless the lifter wants to. Mm-hmm. But you've probably not been in that position for a while to play with kilos to win it. No. Probably well,
1: apart from at the British, that was, like... Ah, oh, the British is a different wow. level, though, yeah. yeah different the, level. I love that, though. Yeah. Like, we went in, like, that was the biggest comp of the year for yeah. me. And I'd been working so hard for it. And we just went in like and we had the same idea with the squat as well because I kind of had a mental block with the squat for a while Aye, normally, excuse me
0: yeah normally somebody has got a block with one of the lifts and I think squat's the one that makes the most sense yeah because you've got weight on your back it's literally like yeah. it's
1: when you unrack it and you feel it literally pushing you into yeah. the ground
0: and you're just like shit shit sure, I've actually fine. got to yeah. get
1: down and then back up with that on my back mm-hmm. but yeah, just... I don't really... I think I've only went nine for nine once. I've never... But it still worked well for my kilos. Like, I don't yeah.
0: really... If you can win, you can win. Yeah. I've never been a massive fan of nine for nine, unless somebody really wants to get it. I would have had a nine for nine, but my client, Drew, uh, missed one of his cues on his second bench. Right. And I was like... Oh. But he it got his third, at which point five kilos up, and I'm like...
1: Bench is so difficult for that as well. Like, I remember... Scottish juniors last year. I missed my first two lifts on bench, and I was like, <laughs> "Shit!" Yeah. I can see this whole competition flying out the window. Just done. done
0: yeah, from there, yeah. No, I. A lot of people do. Mark, what did you get called for?
1: Um, basically, I got the start command, and then I braced, and I let my bum lift off the bench before I'd even started benching.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's. Like, I did I it, it twice get. in a row. Oh yeah. Some people actually sign Like, I've seen a few people have problems with that, where it's like. Have that set when they're like obviously you take your hips off the bench to receive the bar. Yeah. And a lot of people when they hear the go they'll just reset again uh-huh. instead of actually being in that set position. So I have to drill that into everybody. Yeah, my coach is so strict
1: with that. He's like, bum stays on the bench.
0: <laughs> <Nah>, I've <it doesn't laughs> have. Have been the same actually. A couple of my lifters about make sure it's on because one of my lifters will let it fly. I'm not going to say who, <laughs> but they will let it fly quite a bit. Yeah. I could be quite bad for it sometimes, but not so as bad. I. Not as bad as when it's there
1: no mine's actually last night i had a bit of bench and like i was just getting tired and i was just like my bum left my coach was like what are you doing like stop it
0: <laughs> sorry if it's like on a set of eight or something i yeah. like yeah fair enough fire that. yeah but
1: if it's like threes you're a bit like it's not ideal
0: oh, definitely not definitely not Mm-mm-mm. so that's better so fit all those so when's 200 coming
1: hopefully in may
0: hopefully in may yeah I know I feel like quite
1: open about wanting to hit this 200, but I feel like that's going to help me push myself for it. Yeah. And I don't feel like it's out of my reach either. Like, I don't feel like I'm being ridiculous with it.
0: To be honest, it seems like you're still hitting like newbie gains almost. It's like you're still getting that big rise out of it. So I've always had like a, like, you've got a phenomenal amount of talent uh, coming into the sport. And see when you meet that with. Uh, Work ethic, it's it's, it's a dynamism, it's really, really good. Uh, It's good to see people that do that because a lot of times I think you can get good in powerlifting with a lot of hard work and ethic. But if you've got that wee bit of talent and you work that bit harder, you just soar. So for yourself, you really, really hit some good limits. But that 185 that you pulled, like, it it could probably look cleaner, but it it moved well, if you Mm -hmm. know what I mean. And again, when it comes to the sport part, that's still a wee bit controversial, but it is a sport at the end of the day. It's, you're getting marked on the weight lifted, not how beautiful it looks. Exactly. Uh, so again, you've still got way more to move. And by the looks of it, like two hundred. If you said that you could have that in a few months, it wouldn't. That wouldn't put. I wouldn't, have put, it, I wouldn't have put anybody out of sight if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, um,
1: we've kind of broken it down. Like I thought about it, it was like God, two hundred sounds massive. Mm-hmm. But then when we broke it down, like my coach said, right, you're gonna try a one ninety at the end of February, and I lifted it, and yeah. it was actually easier than I thought yeah like I was pumped up for it though like I was ready I
0: think i seen that post yeah I think I did
1: so it was good Like I mean it came fast off the floor but it's a lockout I struggle with yeah so now we know where to go to add that extra 10 kilos yeah before May
0: just to get on there yeah just to siphon it in yeah. Oh, that's good. Nah, that's that's looking good now. you um, really have been really impressive with that Thank How you. is the bench and the squat coming on?
1: <laughs> I've all struggled with bench. <laughs> did you not get an eight to
2: kill the bench that day?
0: Yeah I did
1: actually. It's not bad. I did. It wasn't the cleanest, but it was there with yeah. a pause and that's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. That's still pretty good. I, I battled with seventy seven and a half for ages. Like I've failed that so many times. Yeah. And um but then I wasn't even meant to be testing my bench. And like, I was doing ones, threes, and fives on the bench. And I was kind of thinking, I don't really know how much higher to go in my ones today. Mm-hmm. Let's see how this moves. And my comp max and max with a pause is 75. Well, it was yeah. 75. And then my coach was like, right, put 75 on that. And it just flew and he was like, right, you're going up. Yeah. So I just went 77, 80. And I was like, oh my God, I'm actually is this a year, I'm going to get good at bench. Like, <laughs> like, I've just always found it so hard, yeah. but um, squat's moving well these days, which has actually taken me by surprise,
2: bro. Yeah,
0: squats sometimes take a wee time, yeah, yeah.
1: they do. Um, got called on depth for the first time ever at Easterns, Ooh. so we've been like totally drilling that, like making it so obvious that I'm like basically sitting on the floor, yeah. But um, yeah, I've been surprised at that, like, even like. My five rep max, my three rep max. I'm like, God, like these are coming up massively. Yeah. And I said to my coach, like, what's happening with my squat? He's like, we are just working hard, and it's a strength block, and we're going to keep it that way because it's working for you. Yeah. Don't need any hypertrophy before this. No, yeah. Um. So it's working. Yeah.
0: Really, That's really good. Cool. No, I know. See with bench as well. Normally I find with bench, especially with somebody coming in, that your sort of training age is where it's mostly consistency. Mm. So if you get that up, like I've seen people make massive jumps with just like. Benching three or four times a week instead yeah. of the one or two a week, uh, especially with some new guys that I've brought in, they're like amazed and they're like, How did your shoulders stay in place? And I'm like, your shoulders don't get sore if you bench, should they? No. Should they get sore if you bench? No. If you do something wrong, but a lot of the time, you should be fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I bench twice a week now, sometimes three times. Yeah. Um, normally twice. So, I tend to find I can recover quite quickly from bench. Like mm. I'll be sore after it, but then not for that long.
0: Oh yeah there's one point like my training recently I've had to I've got a bit of the elbow tendinitis, and it's right. a monster um, so it's really a, a pain in the arse so when and my elbow feels good I'll just smash out as much volume as much training as I can in the one day yeah. so i will just be bench press
1: squeeze it all in
0: that seems to work pretty well for me but normally I would try and bench about four times a week oh really yeah
1: Yeah. That's and a lot. it
0: really 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 does add up yeah it really and that's what i normally get everybody out. as soon as you get their first program and it's like benching four or five times that like, jesus no. <laughs> yeah that's not yeah. how it goes but that's beautiful so, so yeah so what normally would you say is your coach quite open with you about your training methods and stuff like Yeah. Does he explain and do you ask questions and all about that?
1: Yeah, he'll sit and like he'll make click a PDF for me and send yeah. it to me. He's like, Have a wee look over this, let me know what you think, any questions about that let me know, I want to go over this with you. Yeah. And when i see when I see him he'll go over it all with me and say what kind of numbers he's expecting me to be yeah. um, doing my lifts with. Um now that he's got his own gym I'm there like every night though. So yeah. he he actually sees me training even if I'm not training with him.
0: Yeah. That's what happens in my place as well. So, I've got like all my lifters, and I'm literally there, and I can like see things. And I'm just like, it makes things a bit easier because you can see things that are happening in training rather than just in your sessions that you've got that time.
1: It's good, especially if you're having like not a great session. And he's like, he knows me so well that like he'll just look at me and he's like, What's wrong with you? Tell me. I can tell you something on your mind, and then like he'll he'll fix it for me.
0: Yeah. So, there's quite a lot of mental game that goes on between it. Yeah.
1: yeah he's he knows how to like tap into my mind yeah you're a wee bit
0: of, <laughs> of rocket I take it sometimes yeah ah, right. like see <laughs> it's
1: complex actually it's funny like when you think about it like when I look back I'm like god that's nuts like, like we're just so intense and he yeah. knows how to get into my head like especially before that 180 and before the 185 yeah like he was like in my face but like I know a lot of especially a lot of female lifters I know they don't like that yeah but I I like that I need to feel like aggressive and Hype that, yeah, actually. I need to be hyped up for it. I not someone do. that's like, Oh you can do it.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be
1: like, What? Like I need someone to be like, Pick that fucking bar up yeah. like,
0: in your face. Yeah, I need it. Like, that's not too bad. I um some people are totally different when it comes to that. Like some people feel like they need that, but you don't see it as much anymore as you do beforehand. I think with some of the guys I'll give them a slap. Yeah. I think one of, a couple of my lifters like to think that they like to do that, but a lot of them don't. <laughs> it's because myself, I'm just like mostly internally. Um, yeah. It's when the state of mind comes from, so I can normally internalize it rather externalize it. And yeah. some people need that external sort of push to the arousal to mm-hmm. really. It's called. When you're talking about like sports psychology, since it's called arousal yep. in a sporting context which just sounds pretty mad. <laughs> but like, um, that's what like really, really getting into. It, and yeah. some people need that fire in them to actually shout it I'm the opposite I'm just like super calm are you and most of the guys that I've got are super super calm yeah
1: a lot of the girls that um, my coach Dan and coaches for Olympic lifting yeah they're like so calm
0: yeah Uh, I can imagine that with Olympic lifting and
1: I'm like it's they actually joke about it because I'm so different to them yeah like I'm like I feel like this is going to sound so stupid because I'm just this little 63 kilo girl but like yeah See when like he's been in my face at a comp and I'm like wanting something and I've got my smelling salts, so, Like I feel like I could tear something in half. Yeah. Like, like that's how pumped up it is, but like yeah. it's to the point where I can control it though.
0: Yeah, you never want to be flying off that. No. Like brilliant. I'm not like yeah.
1: shouty or anything like that. Yeah. It's, it's quite internal, but like on the inside I'm like fired yeah.
0: up. That's fucking brilliant. No, yeah, that's, that's definitely like, brilliant to hear and see that. Um but a lot of people are so well, Olympic lifting, I can imagine, would be a lot calmer because it's so much more intricate. It is. But, like, especially some parts of powerlifting, you can just retard through it. Yeah. You can just really <laughs> rip off the floor if you want, or yeah. you can just do what you do. Um, but I remember I was chatting to a few people that the intricacies of, like, Olympic lifting are so much more fine. Oh, they are. The Meth- margins are so much more fine that it's is weird. There's
1: and, just so much to it.
0: Yeah. It's brilliant. It's good to watch, but sure I'm just not mobile enough for that shit me neither no I can't be bothered with like, it like my
1: coach always jokes about like making me and I'm like sorry but I, no <laughs> like I don't move that way and just I don't have the patience to learn how to move that way
0: no yet. I just call them a crossfitter and see how they yeah, like yeah. it
1: like maybe I'll wait until I get bored with powerlifting but I can't really see that happening
0: <laughs> not with the trajectory and you've got a lot more comps in your head so I think you'll probably fire on you. Yeah. especially yourself like come off as quite charismatic quite a pretty young girl as well thank you so like sort of the world's your oyster I say the same about Sanya as well I'm like sorry female powerlifter in this one like mm-hmm. sponsor should be like chapping at the bit to sort of take you on you had any yeah. interest with people like that or companies like that
1: well actually just one but it was some company I'd never heard of had like Maybe a few followers on Instagram, and it was like some kind of supplements company that wasn't tested as well. So I was ah, like, I "No, sorry." <laughs>
0: Especially with the Vara Four One One less than that as yeah, well.
1: But that was literally it. Like nobody ever. That was it. Was literally one time. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I mean, it would help.
0: Oh absolutely, yeah. I'm trying to get sponsors for folk, but people. Keep not yeah. listening to me. I'm new, getting some sorted for some guys, but. Uh, strength shop ignored me. I'm not happy with them. Oh, really I got really sorry about that. <laughs> like really yeah. sorry about that.
1: Like at least send a message back. Like I, I thanks, was like but... just email me
0: back, and they were like, oh, yeah. do we get these messages all the time, and I was like, I've literally spent like ten grand on their equipment, yeah. and I'm like, I've got a gym for the lifters, and they've all got strength shop belts, mm-hmm. but we're all switching from. But them, so
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would. I would love that at some point. Mm. Like just to get some kind of support. Yeah. Even with, like, helping move with buying kit or something, because it's bloody expensive.
0: Yeah, especially you've got an SPD belt, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, and I've actually just ordered my first SPD belt nice. the other day there, but for people that don't know too much, an SPD belt can set you back six, £165, is it? Yep. Yeah, and it's a lot... Especially with IPF kit standard, mm-hmm. uh, SPD kit is brilliant. It is. Um, you'd never see me wear one of their singlets, though. Really? Oh, Do you unless, not like them? Unless I got picked for, like... Great brand, yeah, so I'd wear, then, I'd wear it then. but um, see when other kits are cooler. And hmm. you ever heard the term like SPD wanker? Yeah, it's like a full kit wanker. So <laughs> yeah. you get a lot of people. And we've seen a few where like I'll have the SPD single, I'll have this, I'll have the wrist wraps, I'll have the knee sleeve, <laughs> the SPD belt. They've never competed before, and I'm like, why are you spending well <laughs> over three hundred quid <laughs> on kit I know. and you have never competed? Uh-huh. Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, oh. or footkill footkill anchors when they're training the singlets all the time
1: I actually had that on Monday night Like I felt like such a dick I went into the gym and I had an SPD t-shirt on and then because I was doing squats I had my SPD knee sleeves on and then when I got up to a certain weight I put the belt on and my coach was like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> I was like wow I need to start wearing a different t-shirt when I have this on the feel
0: are why are you wearing it yeah I know that's brilliant so um, definitely it's expensive so again if a kit manufacturer would get on that that'd be brilliant but if you get onto the world stage there's worlds that go for you
1: yeah
3: i ah, love
0: that I take it aye.
1: so I'm gonna like hopefully I'll do well like I'm planning to in May for the Scottish Classic yeah and then hopefully that'll give me good standing to maybe be in consideration for some kind of internationals next year yeah
0: for the selection yeah even to be
1: considered, I would... Oh. Yeah, would be brilliant. Yeah. Do you know how
0: the selections are worked?
1: I don't know overly much about it, to be honest. But Let's I know they have, of... like, training squad days.
0: Yeah, I was speaking to Will Brown about that the other day. And it's mm-hmm. all... For all the selections, it's all based on IPF points now. Yep. So, like, you need to have the certain amount of IPF points to, quali- to be, like, asked to come in and qualify. Even though, like, it was, it was explained to me before that, the old head coach of uh, Team GB was, like... They would base it on who would medal right. so if you had like a rip roar and a squat but your total wasn't that great if you could get like a second place medal for a squat and like you would get picked but yeah. now it's just based on your IPF points Okay. so a lot of people are not too happy about it but it makes yeah. kind of a bit of sense but like, I'm i not a massive fan of the whole like coefficient points or ranking systems. So I don't think yeah. it makes much sense
1: the only thing I don't know is like how many like do you, I don't know if you know either like how many people get picked like per weight class I'm
0: not too sure about that I know for home nations it's only like six yeah. uh, equipped and six raw lifters that get picked for home nations but yeah. I'm not too sure about Euros or Worlds that's a question for Will Brown Jones yeah, goodness, or Kim. any <laughs> of those guys that would know Martin Boyer would know as well yeah.
1: I just lift I don't really <laughs> know uh, much uh,
0: more uh, about well, it to be honest coach, I didn't know all this like um chatting to them about Commonwealth I thought you had to get selected for Commonwealth yeah no just need to get a British qualifying total
1: yeah is it not like you have to get your British qualifying total and then like you submit a form to say that like, you're interested in it and would like to be considered
0: yeah some, uh, apparently you can just go yeah
1: because you've got to pay for your own flights for that uh, like, yeah yeah you know it's in New Zealand next yep. year like I can't afford that I don't know who can I'm going to try <laughs>
2: yeah
0: I was thinking I was just like seen it and I was like it sounds like it was sold to me as a total laugh so I'm like Sounds like a laugh, I might actually go do it. Yeah. I'll get everybody and get them excited to go I know. and should be up for like, it. Like,
1: what a good excuse to go to New Zealand. Exactly. Like, I've, I've actually thought about it, but I've never, not seriously. I just think that's good, a good excuse. Oh, yeah, brilliant excuse. Um, excuse. That's when a sponsor would be really
0: helpful. <laughs> so Getting flights sorted would be great. Yeah. But I was sitting thinking that I was like, I always thought it was kind of a diddy competition anyway, but yeah. I was like, can I argue uh, a trip to New Zealand? I've never been, I'd love to go. I've got a family yeah. there, apparently, but. Oh. <laughs> Never really seen them, I met them. Oh, another excuse to go then. <laughs> exactly. But that was pretty good. So so again like Euro selections, world selections would be brilliant for yourself, obviously. Yeah. So how is your <coughs> training at the minute? What's going on with phase you in at the minute?
1: It's good, I'm in a strength phase just now. We were we normally do like a quite a big hyper trophy block before a big um competition like last year it was the British juniors. This yeah. year it's the Scottish Classic for me. Yeah. Um, but the way it's been the way my numbers have been moving my coach is speaking to me he's like Annie I don't think I'm going to put a hypertrophy block in and I was like are you like is this a trap are you joking because <laughs> like he knows that I hate it something's wrong yeah but he was like no he was like look at how you're moving like why would I change it
2: yeah
1: like it's every week it's so consistent and I'm like even I'm like what the hell's going on
2: yeah something's on something's yeah.
1: moving so we're just we're just staying with the strength phase just now yeah Um, I don't think I'll need to change it Um, but I feel like May's ages is way, but it's actually not.
0: It's not. It's, it's creeping up on us really, like, really quick. more
1: or less ten weeks?
0: Yep, it's not too far away. I'm starting to move everybody into their strength blocks soon yeah. enough, uh, just coming off the volume. So I'm like, well, uh, Sanya and Aaron uh, and Lucy had to, like, tighten up some things really quickly with them because the turnover's quite quick. But yeah what is the rest of my guys are not competing until like September August time around so there so I'm like yeah plenty of time you can just fan about with this make sure <laughs> it's yeah. all good and they're all pretty new anyway so there's not much to change
1: yeah so have you got quite a lot competing at the Classic uh, three. three
0: three so I've got Aaron he should he's going to be in the 93s this time mm-hmm. he should hopefully place um, he, started, he would have placed the Easterns but the second squad never got counted which was oh. Upsetting, but, again, it's part of the rules sometimes and calls don't go your way, but it's fine. The judge yeah. actually uh, apologised for it, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, Sanya had a nightmare time where I wake up, but she's back up to the 57s and we've got Lucy, so Sanya should place, Aaron hopefully should place. Lucy might be out with, um a placement of the 84s, is quite competitive. Yeah. But, um, it depends who shows up on the day, I suppose. Yeah, But, it does. um, we've got all that, um... I don't know, if it puts on a good show, He should do very, very well. Sanya, the girl that came first in the 57s uh, Westerns, I followed her for a little bit, a girl Mm -hmm. called Lucy Connolly, she got the 282.5, which is just the British qualifying total, and I'm like, we could beat that. We just need to make sure we can get to it. (laughs) Sanya's got a wee bit of bugaboo with her squats. Yeah. Oh it's a massive like she's similar to your shell, just yeah. a bit of shite bag when it comes to sports. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a sticking point three quarters of the way up and as soon as it gets that she'll just give up a lot of time and I'm just like just fucking push through it. But we're changing a lot of things with it, so it's it should be going up. As long as we touch a hundred kilos soon, I'll oh, yeah. no kill myself. That'll be fine.
1: I love watching, like, especially girls in the lighter weight classes. Like, I just think it's nuts. Like, they look so teeny and I, petite. I, but, like, they can shift so much weight. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I love
0: seeing like, that. Especially with Sanya. She looks like a tiny wee thing oh, every teeny. time she's in the gym. Yeah. yeah. Every time. And same way, um, I'm not too sure about the other ones. But, sure, so some of them are tiny. Yeah. Some of them, you see them lifting some phenomenal weights. Especially, yeah. like, uh... Probably one of my favourite lifters, Jane Anami. She's 57 kilo lifter, or 52 kilo lifter, sorry. Mm-hmm. She can deadlift 205 kilos. Yeah, that
1: is Yeah. off the scale.
0: And I like mention her like every time I've done this. <laughs> yeah. I always mention Jane Anami. And Al Freeman. The yeah.
1: Sure. <laughs> she's just. Because how old is she? She's still quite young.
0: She's very young. I'm not too sure about her. But, uh, but just, she's still a junior, anyways. I, she's still a junior. I, she'll be at uh, probably Uni you know, Worlds or Junior Worlds or something. She's Crazy strength. Absolutely ridiculous. You can bench yeah. more than most guys.
1: I know, I remember, like, the first comp I went to, Scottish unis, yeah. she was competing in the 72s, and, like, I was quite loud, everyone was chatting and music on yeah. and stuff, and, like, the second she went to bench, like, the whole room literally went silent. Yeah. And the was an Elysium, and I was like, holy shit.
0: Dad put the shytas on you. for yeah. <laughs> like, thinking about going up to that weight class. I was like,
1: like nah, I to stay in the 63s. Jesus.
0: <laughs> was, Jesus like, God. So, that's... A fair amount of chat about your competing and training as well. So what do you actually do for a living?
1: I am a translator. Oh, nice. And I also do like customer experience stuff, but German speaking. Yeah. So yeah. I work in Livingston for a retail company that sells footwear. Ah. So I get good discounts. really good. Oh, what company is it? It's shoe. Oh, right. Yeah. No so bad. their head office is in Livingston. So I'm, I'm, never, I'm never too swept yeah.
0: away by their selection of Jordans. So, yeah, they,
1: that's kind of normally kids Jordans they have. They don't have a lot of adults ones.
0: I get really um, sad at the state of affairs of shoes in Scotland.
1: Yeah, it's so expensive as well. Yeah, they are
0: expensive. I'll give you that. Yeah. In the very room, I've got three pairs of ones already. Yeah. And then one up there. I love a pair of Jordans. the best squat shoes ever.
1: I've never... I always quite like the... Just using my lifters. I think I need that, like, little... A wee bit of heel. Yeah.
0: A lot of people do. Um Normally, because when it comes to low bar, I'm like, flats normally do better for me. Because I switched to these and I was, they were amazing. I'd done it by accident. Hmm. But, like, uh, Lucy, for example, I got her to squat squatting vans and then I, she put her lifters on her squat ten times better than lifters. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm not going to play about with that. Too I
1: tried it with flat shoes like, not that long ago and I was like, get that off my back. It was <laughs> it's awful. awful. Like, like even you know what walking like? out with it, I was like, nope, I hate yeah. this.
0: That's amazing. Now, I could have to squat on these. There's a wee bit air. Yeah, I suppose there's a, a little bit of a heel. A wee yeah. bit of a heel, but honestly, I've done Um, I'm constantly trying to get people to squat on your Jordan 1s. Uh, <laughs> I remember, like, I normally used to squat on lifters. I gave them to Aaron, actually, for bench, but, like, one day I forgot them, and I had a pair of Jordan 1s, and I was, I was just squatting these, and the first one I was like,
3: ooh. Was <laughs> Why like, does this are, feel better? <laughs> these are 10 times better. Yeah. they
0: just constantly, ever since then. So if you notice, any of my lifters, like... Almost everyone, bar Lucy's got a pair of airjogging and for squats. Yeah. Sanya's got a different pair of shoes for each lift.
1: Does she? Aye. See, I use lifters for my squat, my bench, and then I'll have my slippers for a deadlift.
0: That's no bad. Yeah. See, I was always playing about if I was going to compete that I'd have a singlet for every different lift. Yeah. So I'd show up with a different one, like I'd get the red power one yep. and like an orange belt and be Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I'd switch out to a black one and be Hollywood Hulk Hogan, so it's going to be ass. <laughs> I kind of, I've got like four or five different pairs of shoes for squats. Yeah. Be brilliant. But how do you manage to juggle? So is a nine to five you've got?
1: Yeah, well, it's eight to five, but yeah,
0: yeah. You know, so similar. So you yeah. juggle that. And how is the juggle between that and training as well?
1: It actually works surprisingly well. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I stay in Kinross, which is like... I'm not sure if you know where that is. It's oh, over yeah, the
0: no, bridge. I used to... <laughs> um, I've had family lived in Millon, thought, for a oh, long really? time of... Uh, I've I went to college in Perth. so I've seen Orkanos
1: and yeah, so I stay there. So I, I need to leave early in the morning. Like I'll leave like before half seven. Yeah. But I'm there. Like, I have a full day at work, um, and then literally as soon as I finish work at five o'clock, I'm in my car and I'm waiting training. Yeah. Right and I'll then. train straight after work, and that means like I also miss the traffic on the way home because by the time I finish training, yeah, it's maybe like eight o'clock.
0: See, a lot of people do that. Um, that's when I used to work at Energize in kind Southgate, of Shithole Gym. I'll always say it's a shell gym, <laughs> uh, but it's in the middle of a business park, and there's so many people that just got into training because they were like, "There is no point in trying to go home at this time." No, no point.
1: It works well though, because like I just, I'm not someone who would be able to train well in the mornings.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the same.
1: Like awful.
0: So many people are like, I need to get my train in the morning. I'm like, nah, that, no ne- way. that never happens. I don't think I'd roll. be able
1: to shift like an empty bar at that time in the but morning.
0: You are stronger at night than you are morning. Like it's how the circadian rhythm works. Right. But. I'm the same. Like, I can't. Like, you try to get me to do anything when I first wake up, and it just never happens. <laughs> I need to be up for a few hours, I need to eat, I need to have caffeine, I need to have something in me. You need to. Then I can train. Yeah. But no, I remember uh, training for fights, even training at nine in the morning, which isn't that early, was. Yeah, n- nine's still
1: pretty nine. early, I yeah,
0: think. Yeah, to train. I don't think I've done any time before before 12, really. Yes. Yeah. Oh, aye, aye. No, 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 I always train around about mid afternoon. That's yeah. when I train mostly. And then I work later on at night. But in the morning, no, 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 thank you, no way. No. But, do you think that, so, you've got a partner that plays for Scotland as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he Rundus. does. So, do you think that sort of partnership where both of like take training very seriously and obviously he's at a very, very high level, no cocoa, <laughs> very high level, do you think that actually helps the relationship as well?
1: Massively. Yeah because so, like we've both been with other people before yeah but like it just works so well like i think if he was with someone who wasn't in the same kind of mindset as him yeah it would kind of be like god oh you never see me like you're yeah. always at training and then when i'm like oh he's like oh do you want to go out for dinner i'm like i can't i've got I training, got training. Like, he gets he it understand that, yeah like and i'm the same with him i'm like i totally get that that's fine yeah and like it's just even like you know, everyone says, like, oh, when you get a boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend, you get really fat and stuff. Yeah, we don't because, like, we both have to stick to like such ah, a strict family, yeah. like, and like, it's just so easy because it's work both or know. does he just play for no? That's what he does, that's his so. professional job. So, again, yeah,
0: so he plays for Edinburgh full yeah. time. So, that's when your job is like, that's when you <laughs> have to take it super serious. I know, no, that's it's great as well because, like. My girlfriend or her previous one of the guys she's seen before like used to hate it when she would go to the gym. Yeah. And I was like, Well, I own a gym but I was like you can go anytime you want, you train, I don't care. Like I yeah. saw so that. But it's uh, it's really good to actually have um somebody that shares something like that with you. Massive, even yeah. if it's not the same thing, like you've still got that alone time. But yeah. still you both understand and appreciate it. I think that's massive. So it was always an interesting dynamic that I wanted to pick up either.
1: Yeah, it's just it is like that's the only word I've got to explain it. When yeah. It's easy. Like mm-hmm. I'm like I train every single night during the week. Yeah. Like I think if I was with anyone else that didn't get it, they'd be like Do you know what, Training us. so much. Yeah, oh, you never see, to come me. see me. And like oh, no, looks really just like, like, Yep, I get it. Um Go train. Just let me know when you're free, whatever. And I'm the same with him. Just, yeah. yeah.
0: It'll get better. I take it you still live with your parents or...? Yeah,
1: yeah. We actually got a mortgage approved this week.
0: Ooh, yeah Congratulations. <laughs> so, well done. Thanks. So we're going that's to try brilliant.
1: and... Um, we've found somewhere that we like, but we're going to put an offer in soon and see what happens. Yeah. Oh, but, brilliant. Yeah.
0: That's brilliant. That's good moves. Now, yeah. um, uh, people a lot of time, it gets a lot easier when it's just like you spend your time together because you're not going to be spending that much time together. You yeah. won't kill each other. <laughs> so it's just like you'll see each other like every night, but that's enough.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like I work eight and a half hours a day and then I'm training for like two or three hours so um and he's the same he'll be out during the day so um yeah he's he's good for like helping me think in different ways as well even when I was still doing athletics yeah he was kind of like telling me different ways to think about like my competitions and my training and stuff because he obviously gets all of that yeah yeah and it helps but yeah I've been
0: taking a wee bit more of a dive into that because I studied a little bit. sports psychology as part of a morning's degree mm-hmm. it was just a wee bit but I was mm-hmm. like now I'm like I noticed something I don't know if you would have had the same thought process or other lifters had the same pro- thought process but one of my lifters will pull it's a new percentage of one I went to say it's like 95% mm-hmm. this is maybe in a peak or something and they'll say oh, that felt a lot heavier than I thought it would be and i would be like it's 95% predicted max it's not going to feel nice no like it's going to be rough and they're like oh so a lot of the time I think people envision that it's going to be easy so I've actually said to a few my lifters I'm like think that you'll get the lift think you'll persevere but imagine it being the heaviest thing you've ever pulled yeah or pushed or squatted so what do you normally go through in your, is there anything is there anything mental wise you go through psychology wise like visualization mm. any sort of traditions that you pull through in comps like is there anything you go through
1: with training it's more just like making sure my head's in it and my coach is there to help me with it all. But with comps I find myself getting into a little routine now. Yeah. Where like I'll get my warm up done, we quite like to get a fast warm up done to get my heart rate high. Yeah.
0: Um
1: and then we kinda know what numbers to be hitting for a warm up now. Ah yeah. And um
0: do you take quite a short warm up or quite a long warm up?
1: Quite short and fast.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I'm not a big fan of big long warm-ups. No,
1: I find no. the short and fast one helps helps me much better. Um, but, no, I'm a big fan of ammonia salts.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, the Grey Mania I think this gym, we're a big proponent of salts. Oh, I, I love them. The first everybody. time I
1: tried them, though, I was like, what the fuck is that? And now I've everybody. got like my nose right in right. the tub. Everybody's
0: got a bag of salts. Everybody's yeah. got the double barrel, uh, like Westside ones. Oh, they're brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant.
1: They help me a lot. But yeah. I remember, like... I found myself, like, each time I compete now, I find myself in a better mindset. Yeah. Like, for the Easterns, before, like, I used to visualise stuff for athletics, but it never really worked. Yeah. And then, like, before the Easterns, I remember, like, sitting in the, or standing in the sidelines with my headphones on, I would just, like, shut my eyes for a minute, I had, like, my music blaring in my ears, and I was just, like, imagining, like, how f- how the bar was going to feel in my hands, and I was yeah. imagining, like, lifting it, what I was going to hear, like, all of it. Yeah. And I find that really helped me.
0: Yeah, that's pr- Yeah. And
1: I literally have like the smallest playlist as well before I go on. Really? Like there's literally I think six or seven songs on it. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like heavy metal. Oh nice. But that's the stuff that works for me. Yeah. I wouldn't sit and listen to that like on not a Sunday like afternoon. That's not what like I listen to. Some
0: aggressive sort of music to get yeah, in the Yeah, like mindset. Full
1: blast, bit of ammonia coach in my face and then I'm good to go.
0: I love some ammonia. You (laughs) see me like any time and I remember I can't remember who's handling but it's anytime somebody's hand on they'll see I'll give somebody a the morning and they go and I'll sniff it myself and like, let's go this, can i, I let's like, Jesus fucking Christ I'm like, oh, sorry I love it as well Yeah. Like, anytime somebody's taking it in the gym they'll just throw it to me and I'll be like that's brought
1: yeah. sometimes I take it too much it actually makes me cry oh yeah uh, yeah like I'll actually have tears coming out of my face I've
0: done that um, <laughs> yesterday for my bench session before I had my top single I just big woof, and I was like oh that was that was a stiff <laughs> one and I I it hurts
1: so bang. like I don't know how but it does like there's some other girls that I train with and I'm like, do you know what, just try it. You might hate it, oh, but yeah. I'll
0: try it. So the best thing I like to do to people who do it is not tell them how strong it is. Oh. So, but I take a big smell.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, just like breathe like, in really heavily. <laughs> there's a wee
0: boy that trains at the gym called Nick. He's brilliant. He's a wee Rangers fan, mind you. wee hun, but he's fine. <laughs> but um, like Aaron said to him one day, he was like, try it. It's just like drinking a bottle of Coke. You like, just get a wee bit of a buzz. He just took a big whiff and he was like done crying on the floor. It was great. Yeah.
1: I remember actually when I first got my first bottle of it, it was like nose torque. So mm. like, that was meant to be quite strong. Nose torque is quite strong. Yeah, I was reading up on it and I was like, surely it can't be that bad. and it's then strong. I ordered that and then I remember opening it with Luke and I was like, go and you try that first. And it actually like he had tears, and I was like, if that does that to him and he's like one hundred and fifteen kilos, yeah, it's gonna that's going to kill me. It's
0: going to maul you. But
1: now I'm like sticking my nose right in the top. Right,
0: yeah. The best, the strongest one that I've ever smelt was Dean McVee's. Um, I smelt it, it was the, it was turns, and I smelt it two feet away from him. He it, was has proper, strong. it was a proper hit. I don't know what he had. And I know Paul Walker's got some industrial shit. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's legal in the country or not. <laughs> but like he's got like it must be like pure clothing, honestly, it was it's in a wee, like industrial looking tub. Yeah, it's so dodgy he's looking. He's just like, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I was like, I want to get on that shit.
1: My tub actually looks so dodgy now because the labels on it, the label has melted off it. Oh. So it looks like it's just got nothing on it, it's just this yeah. white tub. <laughs> but it was actually Dean McVie that made me think maybe I should try it because yeah. he knows my coach. So he introduced me to him at the they classic at last the, year.
0: Uh, they work at the same pure gym for a bit of taking.
1: Um, I think they got to know each other through bodybuilding.
0: Oh, right, yeah.
1: Yeah, so. But no, he was just like, oh, aye, it's really good. To like, um, it kind of makes you only think about that lift, and it's like fight or flight. And I was like, Do you know what, I'm gonna try this. And I saw him like taking it, and I was like, I will try that because it yeah, looks good.
0: Well, I fucking love about it, any morning. I yeah. really, I tell, tell people you need to feel it in the brain. Yeah. It hits me right in the back of the head, and I'm like, ah, that's It does. Ready to go.
1: And you cannot think about anything else. You just think no. about that bar. That's it.
0: That's the lift that's going on yeah i just like it for like daily usage i will just get up and i'll be like oh it's in the morning <laughs> it'll have a wee bit of ammonia good before morning. Go to work. <laughs> definitely wakes you up yeah. oh, that's brilliant
1: it is good i'm a big fan of
0: it so what would you say your routine is when you get into it so it's just that music on Yeah. any other do you have any other weird superstitions when it comes to training or uh, performing
1: not really to be honest you normally
0: don't want to like no. there's a difference between routine and uh, routine and rituals which I remember that it's one of the psychology things. So it's like having something that sets you in the right mind is fine, but don't think there's some form of like random spiritual nonsense that's going to happen <laughs> if you take it or.
1: No, I just like try and remind myself of like how much work I've done, yeah. how many things I've hit that I've wanted to hit in the past, I'm like just the whole self belief kind of thing. Yeah. Because I know that my coach would never put a weight on the bar that I couldn't lift. Yeah. And that took me a while to actually trust. Yeah. But now that we've been working together for so often, like I'm like, no, he wouldn't put that on the bar if he didn't think
0: I could do it. That's so, good that's a good thought to have actually. Yeah. Um I scare some people with the selections that I give them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. I put it fast and loose with Aaron only, but he normally <laughs> can hit them fine. He's just like he gets a bit of a shite bag before he competes. Does he? Oh, just a wee bit about squats, is like a lot of people are the same, like first squats always the nerve racker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um but then I'll purposely like play tricks on him and I'm going to put his squat opener like stupidly high. <laughs> but it's not stupidly high, it's just stupidly high to him. Like yeah. if we're going for a two hundred squat, I'll make his 190's opener. Yeah. And he's just like and I'm like, it's ten kilos off, you'll be fine. It nearly worked at the last one, but failed the second one on a random technicality, which is not too bad. Yeah. But again, I'm not gonna put a number on a bar. Similar That's any really. coach is you're not gonna put anything ridiculous on. Even your training
1: and, as well. like You're just not going
0: to do that. Yeah, no, no. You never want to overreach that much. Mm. Um, especially if I never... Th- it's actually... It's the thing about a coach as well. Like, um, It's almost like handling uh, people's expectations on themselves. Mm-hmm. It's something a lot of times people get dejected because they're like, oh, I didn't do this and I didn't do that. But I'm quite on the nose where I'll just be like, why do you think you would hit this? Mm-hmm. Like You've never hit this. You've not been training for this. It's very, very high out with what you we were aiming for yeah so again yeah you never ever want to be put on the weight that you don't think you'll lift it's to be a nightmare for that
3: mm-hmm.
0: that's fine so what do you think your squat and your bench goals are for Reason because we've already talked to 200s of me for the deadlift so <laughs> yeah. what, what are we feeling for squatting bench in the next few months
1: Um, I mean I'm squatting over 140 now seen, so
0: seen the 140
1: squat yeah I would love to be able to squat over 145 yeah,
0: oh, that's that looks like very well within your range.
1: I would be really happy. With that. Still
0: got quite a high bar position as well, eh?
1: Yeah, I'm a very high bar. Yeah. I've I've tried low bar and I just do not like it.
0: See, for ages, um, my position in the bar is quite strange because I've got quite big traps for my mm-hmm. size. Uh, so I always thought, the position of my bar. I'm like, this is low bar, and then I've done it, and then I look back at videos, and I'm like, oh, that's high bar. <laughs> Like why, I mean, How am I squatting? Like high you feel bar? like
1: it's halfway down your back. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, how is
0: that? And I switched the position. I was like, that's low bar. But um, yeah, so imagine like a wee bit of, trying, probably a wee bit. of switch to low bar in the future, maybe for yourself. Maybe yeah. Low bar position. Yeah, I might, you know? I might
1: try it out a little bit more after yeah. the classic. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, the Scottish record for the squat is one five three. Is it? Yeah, and it, that's been there for I think maybe three years.
0: Who is it that's got it now?
1: I'm not sure hmm. I can't remember but I, d- I don't think she's competing anymore that's why I can't remember yeah. the name but um, yeah I just remember looking at that and thinking god that's massive but now like I'm not saying I'm anywhere near that but I just mean like maybe in a few years that won't be like so out
0: of my reach probably at the end of this year I can't imagine you'd be too far off it
1: yeah well if it keeps moving the way it's moving yeah I can maybe think about that but no the, the deadlift's a big thing for me but I would just love for my squat to be over 145
2: Um, Oh,
0: the squat at the minute for 63 is Shelly Pasmer 162.5.
1: I think that's, is that equipped?
0: No, I think that's just normal, classic, isn't it?
1: Mm.
0: Maybe... Open, yeah, so it's open. Or is it unequipped? no no yeah you're right it was 153 Is it yeah junior is 147.5 but that's Jordan Weems that got it yes Jordan Weems is probably your biggest competition isn't she (laughs) yeah probably Ah, she's a monster as well she's Ah, the nicest girl ever though she is a brilliant lifter she holds so you've got the deadlift record but she holds total bench and squat junior records yeah you've you've got the open so you've got the bigger record
2: (laughs) just one definitely I remember
0: seeing her at the uh, last year's classic she was phenomenal as well yeah, but she's she,
1: she's really nice as well. Yeah,
0: seems so nice. She followed the page on Instagram as well, so I'm happy Did with she? that. Definitely yeah. gonna have to get her on at some point. She's a really impressive lifter as well.
1: No, it'll be good. I'm I'm hoping that she'll be lifting the classic because yeah. I know that'll be good for me as well. Like in a selfish up a way, bit, yeah. Yeah. How far is
0: your total off from hers recently?
1: Um, I mean, we both competed us as- against each other at the juniors. She came second, and yeah. I came third. I think her total was maybe four two and a half. And mine's three, eight, seven and a half. Yeah, not too far. But I don't, I'm, I'm hoping for over a 400 total at yeah. the Classic, so. um, I mean, I know my deadlift will boost that up a lot, but. Yeah. If I keep working on my squat and my bench the way I am. Yeah. That'll. Do
0: you like a 100 kilo benches there? <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie to no, you. Not, no. Not, not, in a, not in a wee while, not in about a year's time or that? Maybe in a year's time. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe. You don't, you don't bench much with an arch either, do you? No. No.
1: Like I find that so hard but then I've been looking back at old videos and I'm like, my arch has improved so much.
0: It gets bigger and bigger. Like yeah. A lot of people, um, mine used to be really poor, now it's getting a bit bigger but I don't have yeah. a massive arch but you see that in a lot of people, like it starts to get better and better. And then you get people like you've got that, um, Freeman's got a ridiculous arch. Yeah, she does. Mike Morris has got a big arch, even mm-hmm. though he says he doesn't have a big arch but he's just being polite but he's got a fucking big arch. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, it has got a massive arch Ailey Gregg's got a big arch as yeah, well yeah she does big shout out for Ailey
1: it just looks so cool like see when you see girls like getting into that position I'm like I wish I could do that That's
0: gymnastics yeah <laughs> so, um, that was one of the funniest things there was a big power lifter at one of the leisure centres I worked at years ago and he was setting up for a bench and he was like fucking setting up his big crab arch bench <laughs> and a boy was just like well, wow, we're doing fucking gymnastics here and the boy just like burst out laughing That <laughs> is true it's like a massive bridge you know, I
1: remember at first like when I first started competing I was like oh that must be so sore on your back and all this but like it's so stupid to think that way because you're actually safer if you oh, can yeah, do yeah, it yeah. properly
2: yeah you're actually safer.
1: so much more stable than doing a flat bench
2: oh yeah flat back bench
1: so you try to explain that to people like at my work they're like why are you doing that I'm oh. like, you don't understand. Like, it's actually better for you yeah, doing it that way. If you're retracting better. your scapula that way, like you're not arching for the sake of it. You're arching because you set yourself up that way. Maybe the
0: extreme arches, I'd say, maybe not so much. But it's a sport; yeah. they're always going to try and cut corners. Yeah. I, I'm all for big arches. Yeah. But I'm like, I love that argument when people talk about flat bench. It's great because I'm just like, you obviously don't know what you're talking about. I know. And you're just like, that's nonsense like everyone's still... like
1: are you going to hurt your back you have to do it flat and it's all these like spice boys in the gym like saying that and you're like oh, are so you good. serious and then you see them benching they're wobbling all over, all over the place
0: yeah because they do not how to bench whereas if
1: you're benching properly even if it's a weight that's too heavy for you you're not going to be wobbly yeah
0: aye um, if you're done there your body's going to know where it is it's not going to shake Yeah. and if you're nice and set against you can always break the bar down it's yeah. just get the bar back up it's <laughs> <right> bar. <laughs> yeah but mm-hmm. I'm so met. I mean, but It still goes on to the day. And it still goes on in like. There's powerlifting groups on Facebook, forums and stuff. And there's some people that will still argue about arches and bench. <sighs> I hate to that. To this day. Like, even in like powerlifting focus groups. And some people go mental about the girls that have got the extreme arches. Yeah. They're like, I shouldn't be in the sport. And I'm like, it's within the rules of the sport. Yeah. And, and there's
1: always... kind of like no way of measuring it either.
0: That, yeah. That's Unless bad, you're yeah. going to
1: get like. Uh, I don't know. Like a it, or like trying to like measure
0: that the arch,
1: like there's no way there's of, too, of controlling there's, it. There's
0: far too many variables when it comes to that. Yeah. So, the same with it uh, because powerlifting normally, well, decades ago probably they had strict press in it as well, right? But they had to take strict press out of it because there was no way to measure a strict press. Mm-hmm. There's so many times where somebody would move their knees or they would bend their back, or yeah. there was a different position, like it's really, really hard to account for degrees of what people keep strict on it as well. So arching has to stay in bench.
1: Yeah. just one of the best. I things agree. About it. I never
0: thought I would say that but I agree. No, I love it. I absolutely love a we arching the bench. Yeah. So coming with your program, back to your training there as well. We see a lot of videos, we see a lot of pictures of people's training. Normally it's just the meat and bones that's normally the PB's temps or um particularly yourself. So what is normally the meat and bones of your training? Is it just the main compound lifts, the three lifts or do we have <coughs> some accessories that are thrown there like would you say that you back up your other lifts with?
1: I do a lot of accessory work. Yeah. Um, because I'm quite comfortable in the fact that I know I've got a lot of technique work to do, mm-hmm. in all three of my lifts. Yeah. I know that. Um, the squat is just so difficult, and like to get technically right, and the same with the bench. Yeah. So I do a lot of accessory work for those two just technique wise, to keep make sure like everything's kind of in proportion. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing a lot of work. On my upper back and my shoulders for my dads yeah. to try and prevent this rounding. Yeah, um, I'm so very comfortable in the fact that I, when I get to a certain load, I deadlift my back rounds. Yeah, but it's to a point where I'm not in pain.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. So as long and there's a big. We actually spoke about it on the podcast last time with Mark Easoner as well. Like, mm. um, if your spine, if it has been pushed around, pushed around, sorry, in a a way that it doesn't, like, unnecessarily, there is mechanisms where it will tell you, like, nah. Yeah. That's not happening. Your nerves will shut, like, um, that's normally when we're talking about the deadlifts, and the episode's not out yet, but where I couldn't pick it up, and it was like, and he was the same, he was like, your body's just pretty much telling you, like, if that's not moving, it's not moving. Yeah. Your body will override a lot of choices that you'll try to do.
1: I just think, like, you'll get a lot of, like, trolls and stuff saying, like, Oh, why is she lifting like that? You're gonna end up in a wheelchair and all this, and you're like, "Oh, well, I'm not stupid. Like, yeah. I'm 23. If I feel something sore, I'm not gonna lift it. Exactly. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna carry on with the lift. Yeah. And if it means, if between me and breaking a record, it means my back's gonna round slightly. I'm gonna let it round. Yeah. Like I, as long as I'm not in pain, I don't care. Um, that is what I want.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: But I'm working on like I'm doing a lot of like snatch grip deads. Yeah. Um, A lot of like chest support rows, a lot of back work to try and like even that out a little bit, yeah. So hopefully, in like a year or two's time, I won't actually need to round when I get to certain loads. It's not even that bad.
0: No, sometimes it's not. I mean, a lot of times it's pushed out. uh, Like, if you're going for a record, if you're going for a performance, sometimes it should look ugly. It's not if you're pulling. An RP eleven, P B something really, really like that it's never gonna look pretty, is it? Exactly. Like, that's what I always pretty. tell
1: people, I'm like, it's never if you're pushing yourself that much and your like technique is absolutely perfect, it's probably yeah. not your max.
0: Yeah, I, that's what I say to people as well. And I've had arguments with people about that um online, especially a certain coach's client or I'm not gonna name his name. Mm. Everybody knows who I'm talking about, probably will as well. But um, yeah, one of his clients, and um, you know, like a coach passes on that ethos to somebody. She was just a miserable cow, yeah. like a big, big fucking cow. Like really about, I told total <laughs> kind of, like I absolutely hate her. <laughs> and uh, remember, she went off on me because I posted Sanya am um, deadlifting hundred kilos for the fuck This was uh-huh. up, this was ages ago, eh? and the form was dog shit. I even said that and thing. I was like, this mm-hmm. isn't great form and like somebody else had like, commented on it and I was like I've already admitted it's not great fun like it's yeah, a like big PB like and there was a lot of time people will be like oh but it doesn't look like this and I'm like if it's not breaking down a bit like you need to know mm-hmm. there are obviously within uncertainties how it should go but you're not going to find people's weak points if you're not pushing exactly and it shouldn't be you should never be pushing like every week or yeah. every day in training but it should be like one or two right let's see what you can hit yeah. let's see what it looks mm-hmm. like and then you can see where things break down
1: I totally agree with that. Um, we actually had there's a girl called Beth that I train with. Yeah. Um, she's only seventeen, and she got her deadlift PB of 122 the other day. I've seen day. that video actually. Yeah. Yeah, she did really, really well, and she's quite new as well. She never competed before. Yeah. And my coach told me last night that someone had commented on his post, being like, "Oh, well, why would you ever let someone lift like that?" Like, and I was thinking like this girl is only 17 yeah, and she's so new to sport. Like, if you've not got anything nice to say, just don't bother. Yeah. Like, that can really affect someone.
0: It can, absolutely, yeah. Especially if somebody's been um, over the top with the comments. Yeah. I, I did see one comment and it was actually shown to me from it because I've done my research for today. Mm. Um, one of the comments was actually quite helpful. Yeah. It was um, a nice sort of question, but again, it kind of goes down to um like sorta like strategies and what you're putting into Instagram. So mm. if it's up to your coach or what you're doing, if you're not posting your nuts and bolts of your training or technical work, that's fine. But then posting that stuff, um some of the left like I can't remember one of the questions it was something like um the form start to break down around about <coughs> 90 kilos or something mm. and then pushing it up to one twenty and to be fair if you're going for a PB and it's moving and it looked like it was moving quite easy to be fair mm-hmm. there was quite a lot of form breakdown and as a yeah. coach myself I would point out and say 90 kilos of form did break down I probably wouldn't push it much higher now. That. Yeah. that's personally for me that's not um, for me and I'm not saying anything wrong about anybody else's coaching methods personally I wouldn't but again and in the comment it was fine but again you could have just messaged them yeah. you could have messaged them um, could have asked them even if it was a fair question, it's probably not right to call people out no. on that actual personal forum, in the private, the personal forum like that. If anything, if somebody was really worried and that somebody was hurting somebody, they'd message them direct yeah. and say, like, Hi, mate, sorry about this, it's probably not the best in the public forum. Because I've had it happen to me and it's not very nice, but I'll argue back and I'm quite on top of that because I can just be like... One of the guys that argued me was like a strength coach in London and then I got to the point where I like, agreed with me and I was like, perfect. <laughs> Again, at the end of the day, um, some people do catch unfair on flack, some people catch fair flack. But mm-hmm. to be honest, if somebody is really worried about somebody's training, they should message the person directly. Yeah. And this is something that I was wanting to get in as well, because to be honest, um, there is quite a lot of footage of yourself pulling big PBs mm-hmm. pulling it, and then we don't know what the rest of your training is like. Yeah. We absolutely have absolutely no idea. I and I think a lot of people fear this because, like, again, I've chatted to a few people, not necessarily about yourself, a <laughs> uh, about other people, and what gets big hits on social media? Big lifts. PBs. Yep. Big lifts. Um, a lot of the time, if somebody's posting that all the time, we didn't even when that video was taken. Mm-hmm. Like, you no, know, I, I post, like, videos of my guys lifting all the time, and it's not PBs all the time, but doesn't make for great watching. It's not <laughs> it that, doesn't. It, it's, it's not that entertaining, is it? Like, you
1: don't want to watch someone do a set of six. Yeah, but. and
0: I'm like, that makes a lot of good sense, unless, like, um, you're really just showing off the sort of technical prowess and the development. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the things. So that's something that I wanted to bring because, like, a lot of coaches do catch a bit of flair for this, and I'm not going to... I'm not a big journalist where I'm going to be like, blah, 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 mm. blah. But it's, like, it's good to get the actual conversation out of it, because, um I do, I have seen some of the comments that have been put on it, and it is a bit like, like all coaches and all people. Like we never agree. Like yeah. we're never ever going to agree a hundred percent of the time. I can see what somebody's doing, and I remember Steve mentioned it in the podcast as well. He was like, "I'm going to disagree with you. You're going to disagree with me every time." Yeah. But all just there's the goal is the same for everybody. they try to lift the most weight possible, mm-hmm. and we're not idiots to think that any coach is out there to hurt anybody no except maybe Smith John Smith but we no, talk talking about him <laughs> but um, all the routes go to the same place and somebody picks different routes but we don't see it all the time so I think sometimes people do catch unfair criticism a lot yeah. of the time I say it because a lot of the time we don't know where your training's going so you just mentioned that you're in different phases of training mm-hmm. uh, if a is there you'll take it yeah and that's normally fine yeah I would agree with that 100% normally that's fine yeah mhm
1: I do a lot of, like, stuff behind the scenes as well. Like, I actually had someone ask me, this guy Mm
0: -hmm.
1: asked me in the gym, like, do you um, actually ever do accessory work for deadlifts? (laughs) Because you're a rounded when you get to high loads. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, obviously. Like, I was nice to him back, but in my head I was like, obviously I do that. Yeah. Like, I've broke the record, but... Do you think... I don't do accessory work for that. Yeah.
0: You think I'm just some natural phenom that could pick up 185 kilos.
1: Exactly. I was like, my coach has been in this for years yeah, as well. Like, so he's not a, stupid.
0: That's what I get annoyed with a lot of time with um, unsolicited advice.
1: Uh-huh. So you'll get
0: this a lot because you're a girl. Fuck all the time. You get time. it all the time. You get, and uh, the worst thing I want is, like, if somebody knows that you've got a coach as well, and they're trying to give you a bit of tips, you'll be like, I know. Yeah. So, like, you've got a bit of a rounded back breakdown, and you mm-hmm. get the higher loads. Yeah. Normal. I remember Sanya's got something a wee bit similar. Well, Coco, <laughs> what you like? Mike and everything. You fine though. I know. <laughs> but um, she's similar. So like, she'll get some random guy messaging her about random advice. I know Ailey Greg gets it a lot. Mm-hmm. She's posted it. A lot of girls get it. But then it's like if you've got a coach, like you want to think. If you've got a sticking point, you've got a weak point. You know you've yeah, got that weak you point. Know that. Like, you know what I mean? You will know that. And like it will get better over time. Like yeah. Aaron, his he's came on a lot. His deadlift used to look pure dog shit. He squats for a wee bit, a long time looked really bad as well. Mm. But if you're if you're picking up, this is the where it comes to. Like if you're trying to be a bit more competitive and you're picking up steam, why stop? Yeah. A lot of it, if it, if you are winning and if you're getting to that point, it's fine.
1: As long as you're not hurting yourself, I don't, hurting yourself, don't really yeah. see the issue with it.
0: And you are working on it as well. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, so that's a pretty, that's a very, very good point and that's something I that wanted to bring up. Yeah, no, everybody. I just,
1: I do get quite a lot of that, like, um, I remember when I first started before my first ever comp, like, it actually really affected me. Really? Yeah, um, some guy who I didn't even know, but <laughs> I knew through mutual friends, I'd yeah. never met the guy, didn't know who he was, just noticed he followed the same people as me. Yeah. He messaged me like, hey, just wondering if you're still thinking of competing in April or whatever it was, and yeah. I was thinking, like, weird, I was like, Yeah. Really know what to say and he's like oh just so you know like your squats are way too high and you're going to get red lighted for that and I was like at the time I was a complete newbie and like that's a bit scary yeah that I was already scary, yeah. like so intimidated walking into the weight room and I was yeah. like that affected me so much. Yeah. Like, I've had issues of anxiety for quite a few years. Yeah. So something like that, like, knocked me for six. Yeah. And my coach really had to work hard to get my confidence back up.
0: Yeah. See, a lot of people, that happens, eh, somebody can put you off or something like that. Honestly, like, yeah. it hurt me so much. Yeah. So, like,
1: right, if that happened now, I'd be like, oh, fuck
0: oh, off. Fuck, that's fine. Like, I
1: wouldn't care. But at the time, like, I was like, oh, my God, everyone's talking about me. Everyone thinks I'm shit. I'm not good now. But
0: enough. your coach was raging as well. He was so... I'm the same, like, erm... Um, I've got a habit of, like, telling people, like, don't worry about this. And if somebody puts them off or something, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. That's so much more work that I have to do to get this person yeah. to not believe that.
1: And a lot of the times, like, people come across as, like, really confident on social media and stuff. I feel like I probably do. Yeah. But, like, inside, like, that affected me so much.
0: Yeah. Especially if you've never competed before. You don't understand the sport that well. Yeah. I also I
1: had, like, after the Eastern, some random guy who I had no idea who he was. He must have just found me on the Explore page on Instagram. Yeah. Um, commented, everyone was like, well done, this is amazing. Yeah. He commented, watch your form. I literally started laughing I was like, ah! I just deleted it. I was like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> so I went to his profile cause, and he was deadlifting of like 140 and I was like, that's cute. Yeah. You're not even worth my time. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: like, I don't that even give boy. a fuck anymore. <laughs> that was the best one. The best one I've heard about that was um, it was Eastern Zaire and it was on the 74s and there was this B boy competing left and lifting and the uh, it was a girl that was doing the handoff off no? so and he was like, mm. he was moaning that it was a girl that was doing the handoff, and it was Alice Freeman. And I was like, I never heard him make fun of I heard it, And I was like, he was on my bench tonight, I was like, Mate, uh, she can now bench you she benches she like, more than you, like, I And know. like, fairly easy as well, and yeah. you're hitting 90 kilos for your third attempt.
1: That's so funny. <laughs> oh, Coco's enjoying that. Oh, she's of... so cute. Yeah, she love I love the cuddle.
0: My breath <laughs> smells worse it's not the greatest today.
1: Oh, my dog's one's worse. <laughs> I'm going to come home and she's be like, you smell like another dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, like a lot of people um, really, really badger on the technique trend. And a lot of the time, mm. um, if you're pulling like... Again, a 63 kilo lift, I'm pulling one hundred and eight kilos. It's not going to look pretty. No. <laughs> um, especially if it's like somewhere, there. But I can't... It'd be stupid to think that you're pulling like that every session. You right. know what I mean? Um, and that's where like a thought of times when people... Look about these training sessions and that because you don't really document too much of your own training by yourself, do
1: you? No, I don't actually. Like, it's rare that I'll film something.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: more my coach is like, there's actually a lot of videos that he's got of me that I've never been posted. It's yeah. more just so that I can see where I'm going wrong, yeah. uh, what it looks like, and um, it's actually really helpful. Yeah. Like, um, as I say, like we do a lot of work on. Trying to sort these technique breakdowns. Yeah. And a lot of that will be filmed, but it doesn't get posted because that's not what people want to see. It's not exciting to watch.
0: Yeah, and that's a very good point. Like, it comes to the point of entertainment and actually trying to push yourself out there. Yeah. Um, it does make sense. Yeah. Especially if he's trying to attract people then it'll get the people in wanting to lift mm. more.
1: But I feel like people are probably looking at me deadlift and thinking she pulls me around her back all the time. I only pull around her back when it goes plus 170, really. Yeah. Like, and if I'm pulling 160, yeah. like, it's straight.
3: Yeah
0: exactly and not a lot of people are going to see that at comps no because when
1: am I ever going to pull 160 at a comp like exactly. it's just not there's, there's no point
0: that's peasant weight now it absolute is absolute peasant it's
1: <laughs> funny because that was actually like the record at one point the junior record because it was 155 yeah or 157 and so 160 was a goal in my head yeah and that seemed massive at the time It will have now, now I'm like that's... I'm literally opening heavier than that now
0: yeah it's mad and since you've hit that, uh, you'll see a lot of flood deadlifts coming in now. So always yeah. when a record gets smashed, like there's always masses in after it. Yeah. So when uh, Mike Morris, my well, mate, when he broke tons, quite a lot of sixty six records, there's like so many sixty six good kilo lifters now, and you're like, yeah. Jesus,
1: it's scary. It always
0: opens it up. Come on, man. I did Quo-quo.
1: say to my coach like last year, kind of half joking, half being serious. Like, I was like, see, in twenty twenty, I'd quite like to break my record at every single pump. Yeah. and he was like, fuck it, let's do it and was <laughs> I was like, okay <laughs> so yeah it's, it's scary when you look back at where it was because yeah. there was one point, I mean in my first competition I failed the 147 yeah. because I hitched it and now I'm deadlifting 190 yeah. like at the time I remember looking at the records on the Scottish Powerlifting website yeah. and thinking like, the record at the time for the open deadlift was 170 and I was like Holy shit, that's, that's not massive.
0: They've smashed out by 15 kilos. That's pretty. I'm
1: heavy. like, how did I do that?
0: Like, yeah. I just...
1: I still can't really quite get my head round you it. You've got
0: your eyes on that? Is it the juniors one or you've got the open deadlift for the British?
1: Um, I've got... No, I don't have the British one. The British what? one is 196. That's Suzanne Daniel. That's not too bad. That's so, not too far off. So, if I reach this 200... Yeah. But I know that um, Sabrina Muir and big the likes lifter, of her yeah. are going to be deadlifting over 200 this weekend yeah so I've got more work cut out but I'm ready for it
0: okay and how you are just turned 23 yeah so you've got plenty of time in the game still yeah and you're just into it the last year that's so I'm,
1: I'm thinking 200 is a big milestone but after that I want more <laughs> like oh, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. always more
0: weight well it looks like to the point that you're pulling probably you probably will hit like a bit of a plateau you have yeah. to work a bit harder on it as well but never seen such newbie gains before when it comes to <laughs> spoiler like, that's a big jump like now on like 50 kilos in your deadlift near enough
1: yeah, from first
0: well, comp yeah actually and people within a year of competing especially a female if they can mm. put 50 kilos on their toe, that's a good goal yeah um after a first year of competing but like 50 kilos just in your deadlift alone now what's the the jumps in your bench and your squat you know a wee bit lower but again yeah. that's still added on your toe. so how much of a total increase have you had from your first comp to now
1: my first comp was a total of 3.17 and a half.
0: Jesus. And God my now... Stinking.
1: My total... <laughs> Sorry, my, my dog just farted. <sighs> it happens. Cool, cool. Yeah, my my total now is 3.87 and a half, but yeah. that was just at the Easterns when I was kind of just competing just for a total and I wanted to yeah. see what I could push. I know that there's more there.
0: Yeah, you didn't even really need to compete Easterns, did you? No, you I could have like just
1: really done like, my first lift and then left if I wanted to. Yeah. It was, it was just kind of to see where I was at give myself a little bit of a confidence boost before yeah. me not leaving it too long yeah that was really what it was for that
0: was the same for like Aaron and Sanya I was like you don't really have to do things, but yeah. I wanted that Sanya to try and do Eastern's because we wanted to get to the 52s and then get the 52 QT for mm-hmm. classic sure I did the 57 but then she missed weight and I'm like oh.
1: by that tiny amount as well
0: 600 grams so just enough to put her off for actually spitting what a shame Cause she's been two hundred grams over. I, the weights are a bit. Uh, the scales that you use are a bit up and down. I'm not yeah. too massively into that. They're that great, but
1: I always find not. myself lighter on those scales. Really? Yeah, I've but then not the last time, but the times yeah.
0: before. Fair. There's another left there, Melanie Melanin One of the Athena girls. She mm-hmm. was saying that she's normally three hundred grams over on those scales than the ones at home. Shame. And Sanya was the same. So she weighed in before she left our house. She weighed in it fifty two point three and I'm like mm. still got an hour and a half to go that three hundred grams should come off. Yeah. Still in the scale six hundred grams over, I was like, ah right, that's a bit too much to go for. Yeah, And then there's other times where like um uh, the first comp, the same because her scales are in the same place, she weighed fifty seven like on the dot or something and she weighed on the scale, she was fifty six point five. She was half a kilo under. And then yeah. the next one, same again, she weighed herself in the scale, she was bang on fifty seven when scale, she was 57.2. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sir, Jesus. So she had to but she was fine. But um, the skills are always a wee bit up and down. I
1: know. They are. They can be.
0: So you got any other endeavours when it comes to sports? Or you got anything that's catching eye right other outside of powerlifting?
1: Not really, to be honest. Um, when I was kind of looking for something else when I was doing athletics, I had a look into uh, boxing. Yeah. But... I wasn't as interested in that as I was in powerlifting
0: <sighs> see when you get to like I-, I love fighting I love Muay Thai and yeah. I've got guys that coach it in my gym all the time you get to the cardio side of things and you're like oh, no. it's pain in the arse
1: that's why I don't want to do
0: oh, it oh it's tough like imagine any of your minging uh, run sessions in your endurance block nah, no. no screw that noise
1: I've had enough of that no. like I thought I was going to miss athletics but I actually don't at all
0: no I at understand. all so is there much of a like a Difference when it comes to like dynamics with the team uh, compared to the sport that you've got there now because you went from were you a relay racer or yeah, but both so I did a lot of relays and yeah. A the time guys do athletics normally like he's spaced in between abouts. I remember my mate Declan. Do you know Declan Brennan as well? Yeah, ah, he was like I know he ran like 100 metres, then he mm-hmm. was like going into 400 metres, and then it was like and Stephen's always battling injury and stuff. So, yeah. is there much of like a like a difference when it comes to like the dynamics of like working within a team to like a solo sport
1: Um. to be honest I never I only did really sometimes and I really enjoyed it yeah because um, I felt like obviously it was more of a team sport that way yeah but I suppose with powerlifting like you actually there's no way for it to be a team sport, ever. Nah, it's,
0: it's yourself out there. Like, you can train as a team. It's semi me fighting as well. You train as a team, yeah. but you perform as a one person.
1: Uh-huh. And you're so, like, exposed. Yeah. Like, there's so many people watching you, yeah. waiting for you to just pick it up, and you're like, oh my God. Like...
0: Especially as of recently. See if you started a few years ago. like Not that many people, though. Yeah, I've the heard that. A wee bit of a wave like definitely. I've heard
1: there's been a lot more members and stuff which I think's amazing. No,
0: oh, yeah, it's brilliant.
1: Especially female members, like I'm all for that. Oh
0: yeah, it's brilliant. Um it's becoming the most popular part of it. Yeah. But to be fair, anytime I've been well maybe just small, but anytime I've been to Eastern like, Easterners this year, uh, after the females were done on Saturday, like the crowds were done. Yeah. The crowds were a wee bit busier on Sunday, but after like, the first flight in the morning after like most of the female lifters brought in the crowds. Yeah. Uh I think it might be to do a more supporting and and it's a great yeah. movement to see. I, I it was really good. It fills out like the sport a lot more. No, I, nice.
1: I love that. Like even I had someone that I used to go to school with message me the other day. Like, oh, like you inspired me to actually like try and go into the weights room and do a little bit. And I was like, I fucking love that.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, there's another thing as well that I got told by Steve Weiler. Mentioned him a couple of times. and mentioned him about your dog earlier as well. <laughs> he was saying that you're. Your performance at a comp actually inspired uh, Sky Love, one of his lifters, to compete. No way. Because she was always seen herself as, she was like the pretty girl when she yeah. was younger. And when she's seen yourself compete, she was like, oh, this isn't just a big books lesbian oh. sport. I can do that as well. <laughs> That's so, actually so lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so that was something that I wanted to say yeah. as well today. so Your no, performance has actually inspired other people to pick it up as well.
1: That's one of the reasons I do it. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I'm still, like, I'm sitting here like, You'll never see me without my acrylic nails on. Yeah. I've always got full face makeup on. Same. I love like <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I love like going out, picking my outfits, wearing my fake eyelashes and that. Like I'm so yeah. girly. But then like I can be so different as well. Like, and I think that's maybe helped show to some other people it's like, oh I don't have to be a big massive tomboy. You do not have do to this. be a big boots lesbian to do it. Exactly.
0: It could be for everyone.
1: People will joke and say, oh, you're a big lesbo. Like, joking, ah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, cause, <laughs> like I've, me and my coach often joke about me having kind of like a split personality. Like, yeah. one side of me is like so girly. And the next side, I'm like picking up barbells with like ripped hands and stuff yeah. like
0: that. You have to get the ripped hands up to have a good time with that.
1: Yeah, mine's a real sort of right now.
0: But, ah, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's brilliant to see that um, because... I can remember the best one I said as I had a client. She's actually just come out of a chemo. Mm. Uh, she's just battling breast cancer. We Kim, I said that ages ago. I was like, you should like probably get into powerlifting. Yeah. and She was like, is it not just like big, like gruff lesbian women to do? It? And I was like, no, like it's a lot. It's a bit. And I was like, wait a minute, you play rugby? Yeah.
2: And she was just know, like, what? oh,
0: I suppose I actually. And then she watched some videos and she was amazed by it. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend competes as well. She does uh-huh. classics, but she's like a really pretty girl. Uh, yeah. As well. Um. A bit taller as well, but like very very pretty girl. It's, yeah. it's good to see like coming into that, time like, to
1: like break kind of stereotypes a little bit.
0: Yeah, and it'd be brilliant. Um, definitely, see you should get should get your social media game up. Sponsors will be chapping at the door for somebody like you.
1: I find it hard to, like. Get pictures and videos that I actually like and that I want to post.
0: Who cares if you like? Them, I know. Just
1: I'm just
0: them them gonna fire them up. Give me sponsors. Yeah, get the <laughs> content up. That I know. That's what I was. Um, I don't know if you listened, but like there was an episode I done with Martin Boa, the two yes. of episode five. And I've I've got this sort of theory that like powerlifting is on a bit of a wave recently, so like popularity is growing, especially in Scotland, and it's starting to get more notice. You've got the Sheffield meet coming to the SPD, yeah. where or well, the world breaking meet where like there's money on the line.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, I was discussing as well. Like, there's a potential that professional powerlifting does become a thing in our lifetime. Yeah. Which is mad. Uh
1: that but would be amazing.
0: That's what I'm thinking. And I said to, um, a couple of times, like we're just one or two big personalities away from yep. making it very, very mainstream. Uh huh. Um, like the UFC had Conor McGregor. There's there's sports where, the person transcends the sports. So Conor McGregor, Ronda Rousey. You've got Ronaldo, Messi. Mm-hmm. Uh You've got the big names in the sports that bring it out. Uh, I I don't know any rugby player's name except your boyfriend's. <laughs> that's that's pretty much about it. But like that's still I think that's still a way for charismatic personality. But I think there's something with the in itself. And same with rugby and sports player, it's like more brutish. Yeah. That it's um it's more about the stoic personality and it's more about the performance and the integrity <laughs> of the sport. But I think, were a couple of people, somebody like yourself or somebody that's a bit more, like. Easier to look at than it would be like the big one hundred and twenty. Aye, the big rig, uh, <laughs> and same with the guys as well. Like, you yeah. need somebody that's a bit more charismatic and uh, not necessarily looks. doesn't have to, but somebody that's a bit more outspoken. Because Ray Williams is an absolute animal of a man, oh, but yeah. I've never heard him speak outside yeah, of one no, video. I really. outside of one video I watched him when he was buying food at a grocery store, and that was it. And he yeah. was buying blueberry muffins, and that's pretty much all I know about him
1: yeah and then you see like people like Luke and Tom Stoltman yeah who've got their YouTube channels and They're stuff
0: just, like they like brilliant uh, cool. strongman's always had money in it yeah. a wee bit of money in it but like it's starting to get to the point where like I'm thinking the sport's just one or two big personalities away yeah. from really really taking over um, that's why I'm wanting to do this podcast so we can get everybody to mm-hmm. know people especially on the Scotland scene yeah go to the British scene a bit more but if you get just a bit more grit you seem to have a big <laughs> gritty personality um, good looking good looking girl Good stronger or you should just come out and grab I'll try. that <laughs> yeah, you just grab that and this grab yeah. the social media content would be great. But somebody like yourself and like do you think there's anybody else within the scene that you see that could be that next person as well, like somebody that could bring the sport to a wider front?
1: Mm, that's a good question.
0: Yeah.
1: Um maybe oh, do you know, the girls that I train with are great. And I wouldn't be surprised if like I mean there's four of us now. I'm the only one that's competed so far so there's me there's Holly mm-hmm. who is also a 63 kilo lifter she'll be competing for the first time at the unis um, and then there's Beth who's the same mm. and then there's Jillian who's a 57 lifter yeah and the four of us are like so tight knit now yeah it's so nice and like we're all so girly as well yeah like dan and my coach is like oh my god shut up like all the time because we're talking <laughs> about oh what are you wearing this yeah. weekend and stuff Jesus. and then we're like lifting like massive weights so we like, have
0: like matching singlets and that
1: well unintentionally yes <laughs> <laughs> so like i would like to think like we could maybe do something like that that would
0: be pretty the four the four horse women yeah like, <laughs> it would be so
1: good the four women of marvelous fitness dan, there.
0: that'd be pretty cool yeah. something like that but yeah if you've got something that brings a bit more people to the table there's like I think Aaron could bring quite a lot of eyes to the table Yeah, he's just like your perfect Aryan man like blue eyes blonde hair like, yeah, there you go that's the guy um, but somebody that's like a big charismatic name like big personality to sort of bring other people into the game but the only thing that I struggle with that is like it's kind of against the whole thing about the sport it's one of those things
2: yeah
0: but it's really interesting. See, do you think there's anybody else? Is there any other lifters out there you've seen that like really sort of inspires you to lift as well?
1: Yeah. Um, oh, just I kind of keep my eyes on the top people.
0: You will, yeah. Like at naturally, level, yeah. I do.
1: Um. Now I'm kind of looking at the top people in the UK. Yeah. So like Sabrina Muir, Suzanne Daniel. Jordan Williams as well oh
0: yeah she's up there she's brilliant
1: yeah so like and Alice as well oh yeah Mariella Fisher as well holy shit yeah
0: aye Mariella she's She's one of
1: my big like the people that I look up to a lot like I see her feeds on Instagram and I'm like holy shit it's
0: it's a 72 class with her and Alice like you see the difference between them and everybody else like normally it's just a one person division Uh like you'll get one person that that both of them are like out totaling people but like a hundred kilos it's like Jesus that's first and second and there's a massive gulf for third and you're like fuck me yeah it's mental
1: but I I just love all that like when you especially when you see female lifters that are like lifting crazy weights one night and then the next night they're out with like their makeup done their hair done like so like feminine I'm like I love that
0: yeah that's that's a nice part of it to see as well yeah 'Cause it's like it shows that the sport's not just for one type of person. No. It's really for different people. I've still not seen like a really campy gay guy compete yet, but that'd be yeah, great as either. well. That'd be cool. that be I've always like played around with the fact that if I competed I'd have like a really camp deadlift setup. <laughs> where like I was thinking if I'd set up sumo and I'd just go bang bang yeah. and then set in pool. But that that would be brilliant. But brilliant. um so, <laughs> I just dropped the controller. Oh well, no, um, I remember so I was gonna say, there's um, it's when you deadlift. I've noticed that we're talking about kind of bringing it back to the psychology question mm-hmm. here. You kind of go into this we like it uh, looks mm-hmm. like you're crumpling paper when you set up. You kind of go. That's a
1: good way to.
0: So what's going through your head when you get into this wee like crumple? Like what's going in? Like what? Like, how are you setting up? But what, what is your internal cues to get set up for the dead?
1: i um, I do a lot of feet stamping if I'm being pumped up because I feel like even like the pain and going yeah. through my heels, well like. Waking me up, yeah, and
0: sort of like pre-activation,
1: yeah, and the whole heavy breathing thing helps me hugely. It raises my heart rate even more, yeah. So I like hyperventilate quite a lot, and yeah. then big brace like here. This is the whole like paper crumpling thing because I yeah. feel like if I'm bracing here with my arms out, and then activating my lats, yeah, and then letting myself get a bigger brace on. Um, I always brace at the top oh. as well, so that's yeah. how you can see it all but it's just kind of been a habit thing I, I don't know it's always been that way
0: it's one of the cooler ones I've seen it looks like you're like sorry, either like cranking something into a big pot or you're like yeah. paper
1: I've never thought about it that way but it actually does look like that <laughs> it's, yeah.
0: honestly like that yeah. <laughs> it's one of the better ones there's like a guy that um, trains at my girlfriend's gym she works at a gym but like um, he's got this like does this like head thing and it looks so much gayer than that and I was like you need something cool <laughs> yeah. to set up like um, it's just interesting to see what people go through in their different yeah. setups. Might need like, to start
1: slapping myself in the face and get a bit chalking about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many times where, like, um, the funny one is, like, Sanya, I always talk about her, and like, she'll say to me, like, she sees people like yourself or somebody, like, stamping, getting ready for and she's like, yeah. why am I not doing that? And I'm like, it's because you don't need to do it. Like, It's, you just, it's yeah, totally personal.
1: It's something that's natural to you. Like, I found it hard to control myself for athletics. I couldn't really get myself... In that headspace. Yeah. And I remember... My brother plays rugby as well. Yeah. And I remember him getting... Trying to, like, psych himself up for things and he was finding it hard. And I found it hard at first as well. Yeah. But now I'm at a point where, like, I feel so pumped up that, like, I just feel, like, so aggressive and so I just want to lift that bar. Yeah. But it took me a while to learn how to do it. I don't know... I can explain to you how I managed to do it. Yeah. But it's more just learning for yourself was, everyone's
0: totally different yeah it's a total goal to get to everybody needs to go their own journey and to actually find out how they get psyched for a lift and how to go mm-hmm. for it because I was the same when I got to fighting I was like so many people would get hyped in different ways but mm-hmm. I was like the best way that worked for me and the best way for any of my performances I like just, I'm just calm and I'll just yeah. like sleep for most of the day and then I get to go and I'm like alright let's go yeah see and that wouldn't totally work for keep me keep it in my head and that's it um, I can really, really storm it up in my brain, yeah. but other than that, I'm like, nah. It's uh, getting super overhyped, and it can actually, the over-arousal, which has happened yeah. to me in a couple fights, uh, where you get like an adrenaline dump, and mm-hmm. that's never, ever fun. That's, like, it
1: is dangerous. Yeah,
0: it's like, and to come like, um, also same with powerlifting comps. they last quite a long time. How do you handle the energy and the, the arousal for the event? Like, how do you handle it in between waiting between Ugh. the flights and stuff.
1: I find it hard a lot. Uh, right.
0: It's one of the things that I find... Mm-hmm. Um, I know Lucy found it hard for her first comp where it got to deadlifts and she was just out of steam. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it happens to a lot of people I see where like, they do well and then the deadlifts come round they're like...
2: Yeah.
0: A lot of waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if anybody's listened to this that hasn't been to a powerlifting comp. Normally you're talking about three hours to compete Yeah. Uh, between that window. If there's different flights, if there's only one flight, it's normally a bit quicker, but you normally got 10 minutes between your like the switches of flights to the different lifts as well so you've got tons of time yeah so how do you manage how do you keep up the performance and try and keep the intensity in between all the lifts
1: I'm lucky in the fact that my deadlift is like my back pocket kind of
0: it's your trump card yeah it's what you use it's what you can rely on to get so that I
1: c- naturally so get excited for that yeah and bench is so technical that I can't afford to get overhyped for that so I, I'm quite calm for bench yeah but squat is a different story. Um, once the first squat's done, I'm fine, um, and I do get very hyped up for my second and third squats. But then after that, I literally have to say to my coach that like, he'll be talking to me. He's like, "How did that feel and stuff?" And I'm yeah. literally looking at him. I'm like, "Oh, I just need a minute to like bring myself back down yeah, to earth because like, yeah. like I'm like shaken because of the yeah. adrenaline." Now I'm like just. He's like, "You just sit down, get something to eat, get a drink, and then we'll be warming up for bench." Yeah. So I'll like sit for a minute and like let myself just calm down like maybe shut my eyes for a sec and then by the time I'm warming up for a bench I'm okay but yeah. then I start getting excited because I know it's deadlift time
0: yeah so you start so a lot of people yeah. are similar to that they love deadlifts uh, Aaron loves a deadlift Sanya loves a deadlift yeah and normally they start to get a bit hyped for it because it's their preferred lift it's natural I, these are mental I fucking hate deadlifts <laughs> I hate deadlifts so much
1: I just think I'm so lucky I was saying this to my coach the other day I'm so lucky that my good lift is my deadlift and my not so good lift is my bench. Because the deadlift you're going to have the biggest number on naturally. Yeah. More 9 out of 10 times. And the bench is going to be your smallest one. So like, yeah. I'm actually so lucky that it's worked out that way.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah for that. I can squat more than I can deadlift, I think. Yeah, see, a lot of people can. I can. yeah, I can, yeah. Yeah, if I've got a good set of it normally, I like squatting better. Yeah. So I could squat. I guess because I can just prefer to squat and train anyway. Yeah. I could probably put up more of a squat than I can a deadlift. Yeah. A bench is always my favourite lifter. Bench, is bench. Bench is for over there for me I don't
1: think I know a single girl that actually really enjoys bench
0: Sandy does all right like that
1: yeah. I've started to like it more now yeah but I just know that it's never well at the moment it's not going to be like the one that's going to bump my numbers up it's yeah. just going to be one that's going to support me for now
0: so a lot of the time especially with you guys and girls like if you get like a much better bench than the rest of them that's way way oh, more kilos yeah. in the pocket so, so many people I'm working away on it yeah oh, well, it's come to 80 kilos so that's yeah it's pretty good
1: I was so happy with that
0: you can't really that's I haven't seen many 63 kilo girls get more than that yeah I uh, think Shelly Pasmore does quite well in That. But yeah she been, does she's been lifting for about 47 million years <laughs>
1: ages she's
0: really a really good lifter but she's been mm. lifting for ages but um uh, a lot of people say that like our oh, bench doesn't win comps but like I've literally seen Aaron get places because he's benched more really? than some guys yeah he's like for an 80 kilo lifter the last one he got 142.5 mm-hmm. and he got the heavy, he got like the matched heaviest bench for the weight class above and the only guy that beat him his weight class was Dean McVee. <laughs> and he only got like a 147.5 or a 150 bench like, it wasn't yeah. too far off and Dean McVee is a fucking like
1: he's an absolute beast big guy like yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. overall like, good strong man in that as well but like yeah. so and the guy that got like Aaron would have out the boy who came third in the 93 kilo class but that guy is Emmer I was talking about a good guy good lifter uh-huh. but he's got he's got a monster deadlift but Aaron out benched him by 30 kilos so wow, I'm like, 30 kilos is a big, big number. Yeah, it is. Massive. So if you've got some girls that come in sixty-three kilo weight class, if they get mm-hmm. a body weight bench, they've got a 65 kilo bench, which is a good bench.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you've got eight, 20 kilos on for an 85 kilo bench, that's still a big job. Yeah. And there's 20 kilos in your back pocket without worrying about it.
1: I actually so didn't even realise how much it's come on, because like, when I look back, I'm like, God, my first competition, I opened at 57, I'm like... I wouldn't even do that for a joke now.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, that wouldn't even be fun. Yeah, like yeah. I
1: remember at the Easterns, one of the Athena girls came to ask me, Like, she's like, oh, what are you opening with, 70? Like joking, and I was like, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> that's when I looked, I was like, actually, my bench is better than I think. Like, yeah, I need to give myself more credit for it. It's just not a British standard yet. That's yeah.
0: that's what it is. Oh, they've got some freaky girls in that. <laughs> I'm talking British standards, you're talking top three. And some of them I've got, uh, they've got a post 100 kilo, haven't they? Probably. Some of them, some mm-hmm. of them. I know, um, I know the seventy-two kilo girls do, mm-hmm. and I know when you talk 84s you you've got some that have it as well.
1: Yeah, well, the junior record for the 63s is ninety-two and a half, I think. Yeah. And that's only juniors.
0: That's just, that's a good bench. Yeah. For as well. Like that's it good. doesn't
1: sound like a lot when you when you say that to like guys, like your average guy that doesn't powerlift and stuff, they're like, oh yeah, that's not a that much, but then you're like that, that that's person That's a female good. who weighs less than
0: 63 yeah. kilos. That's a massive. I remember the best one. This was years ago when I worked in a gym. And uh, a guy was getting his girlfriend to train. And she was tiny. Mm. And he was just like, Well, I can make a Yankee's best, like 60 kilos or something. Mm. And he gave her 50 kilos. And I was like, oh Chief, that's don't. nah. I was like, Starting a girl off. With Why would 50, you do that? I was like, That's a bad idea. And he was like, How can you not? And I was like, Mate, like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's no. like, You can't lift like, right away as much as that person can.
1: Especially if it's like Something as technical as bench That's yeah. not going to happen straight away like No
0: that. definitely not Bench is something that takes time Like um, it's Did you have like a big jump Randomly Not really did you know, not My bench has been slow Very stagnated
1: Yeah like When I first started I think I could bench I could just bench 40 Like just yeah. And it was that's, dodgy
0: That's still not too bad For a first thing girl bench, though no.
1: Yeah I suppose it was okay um, But then It took me ages to reach 50 And then even longer To reach 60 Yeah but then once it got over sixty, like that's when saying it came even
0: on. longer. You've only been competing for about a year. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so long. So many people are going like to be hating me bench. right now. I know.
1: But it's just you know when you're training that often for it and you're staring <laughs> yeah. at your numbers, you're like, "Fuck sake!" I'm and s-. you're
0: quite young as well, so yeah. time goes a bit slower for you guys. I know. I have to explain that to so many young people. Like it's ages, and I'm like, it's only been six months. Yeah. <laughs> like, it goes so much faster for me, but. Like, I know. I need to actually able. give
1: myself more credit because people are going to be listening to this thinking, oh my god, she needs to shut up. Like, <laughs> I've been stuck at this weight for like three years.
3: Well, no, uh, like,
0: if you've got big aspirations and big goals, like, you yeah. better be apologetic for that. Yeah, um, better be, if somebody's like saying, oh, this and that, like, it's, it's there. it's not your prerogative to be apologetic for wanting to be better. Yeah, you know you're mean? right. You shouldn't be apologetic. I, it's the one that I had with Mark Keys there as well. He was talking mm. about it. And he was like, he pretty much came out and said that, like, oh, I'm a shit lifter, I'm weak as fuck, but you can squat three hundred thirty kilos, and <laughs> bench over like two twenty and that, and you're yeah. like, all right. But well, yeah, what does that make me? <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. like the same. You should never be apologetic for high standards and high goals and big and uh, big dreams.
1: Yeah, I've started to change the way I think now as well. I'm focusing yeah. much more on myself.
0: Yes, much better.
1: Like, before my first comp, I was, like, stalking all these girls. I was like, who's that? Who's that? What's she lifting? Yeah. Like, I was obsessed. But now I'm like, I don't actually care. Yeah. Like, I know where I'm at and I know where I want to be.
0: That's good. The thing is, I always like to try and get people in the opposite way as well. So, like, you don't want people to look at who they're going to be competing against. Because no. in the first comp, I'm, like, nine times out of ten, unless you're a freak like you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or, like, had a, a pre sport background normally. Yeah. Like, if you going to a first cup, you're not going to place. No. Unless you go to someplace like the Old Scottish, where it's like a very, very, very low number event, it's yeah, just for more fun. Standard. A lot of fun as well. Yeah. you get people that will go in, and it's like one of my clients, one of my lifters was saying, like, they were looking at people who were going to compete against, and I took the piss at him because he's in the 74 class, and I was like, well, Finlay Mercer will show up probably, mm. even though he was in the Northerns. If you know Finley mercy he's got like a 280 deadlift. He's got oh. he's got like a 150 kilo bench and he's only like 18 or something. Jesus. He's, he's a freak. <laughs> but again, when you start off in it, you really shouldn't be looking at who you're going to compete against. You should mm. just be going in to have fun. But now, yourself being competitive, you obviously keep an eye on people. Yeah. And that's when you should be at it. You should be keeping an eye on the standard to make sure that... And it'll give you a wee bit of uh, sort of grip to go and train as well. Right? Uh, see so this person's pushing this, squatting that, you'd be like, right, I've will give you a wee bit of fire. Yeah. Especially if you've had a competitive sport background, you want that drive. You want it's a sport at the end of the day.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of the time you can talk about it as you against yourself and it is a lot of the time. But um you will want that drive to be competitive. Because mm-hmm. if you want to be the best at something, you have to beat the best as well.
1: You're totally right. Yes. Yeah, so, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, so you're coming up to that. Like so, if
1: I if I see other girls like pushing out numbers like bigger than mine when I go to training that night, I'm like, right, like, I've got that wee bit extra fire. Yeah. Um, and that's partly why when it gets closer to competition, like we would probably see less lifting content from my coach now. Yeah. Because we did that before the British Network very well. We just stayed quite quiet.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If you're at that level and you're going to be placing four places, you don't really want to give away too much of the numbers that you will hit, I can mm-hmm. imagine. Cause I, would, I wouldn't really play too much in that game, and I've not had a lift at a British level mm. to you or like a higher standard that well, good standard but not competitive with them much. So, like, again, if you're playing the game and they're gone you can probably get a rough idea what people are going to open with. Yeah, but I'd be in the other camp, I'd just be like, fuck it, come get it, this is what he's going to be lifting. Yeah, like, go for it, let's see what that's I'm what I've been like with
1: it. the dead if I'm like, yeah. I'm putting it all out on the line. I want a 200 deadlift. Yeah. And I don't care who knows and who that fires up. Yeah. I've, like, I feel like that's going to help me but knowing that I, other people know that.
0: But you going for it, <laughs> I know, I've spoken to a couple female lifters, one in particular, and I know it, it does get them. And yeah. they might think it's a bit of a. Like, they might be like, that bitch, that bitch, <laughs> going for a 200 <laughs> kilo deadlift. But like, it does drive them. Oh, and definitely. It, is, it pushes them. And it, you'll yeah. be the same if somebody's got going for a 160 squat when you're hitting that 147.5 or yeah. you're hitting you're like you want to get those numbers mm-hmm. like it's has got to drive and it helps the sport and it's again yeah. at the end of the day it's a sport but it's brilliant but I definitely know some girls that are after you for that deadlift though
1: I love that Well, it's brilliant I welcome it like mm-hmm. my coach will wind me up he's like oh this this girl when she's older she, like some of his girls like Beth she's very good and she's only yeah. 17 and she's only just started she's he's like Beth's gonna break your junior record I was like fucking let her <laughs> like that's what that's what records are made to, they're made to be broken I know not sounds stupid but it is no they are made to be broken and that's it yeah if, if someone's going to break it I will be the first to congratulate them for it because yeah. I know how hard I had to graft to get that I wouldn't so if I, you're, would, if I wouldn't you're even shake their hand no honestly like, if, from me honestly if they break that I'm like <laughs> fucking on yourself yeah I like that but then, if they come from a senior record, I'll whack another two kilos on it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you've got plenty of time for that senior record to be going. Yeah, to, that's yeah. that's when it changes a junior little bit. Junior record in my head. is a strange one now because like you can't actually add to that. I've never really thought of it in that way.
1: My junior record is 177 and a half. Then now. No bad. So, I'm obviously hoping to add on to my senior record, but. The second someone comes for a senior record, that's when I'll up the game again.
0: Yeah, I'm going after that, yeah.
1: But I that's welcome great. everyone coming from the junior one. Go for it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's to be smashed soon. My yeah. I mate mean, Mike, he had tons of junior records coming into it and they were yeah. all smashed. Well, he we still holds most of the 59 kilo records. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's like, when they break that, it's brilliant. Uh, hopefully, me and Aaron, well, Aaron's aiming to take the junior bench record. Nice. Either the tail end of this year, which would be a big ask, but definitely next year it's 167.5 okay so I think he'll take that new bowler. and boys yeah that would a, be cool to the see. boy's got a big bench coming on it's getting better and better yeah at the minute it's estimated that he should be around a 150 bench nice which is good for the weight class
1: that'll help his head as well like I always think when you pass a 10 kilo mark it helps your head massively like once yeah. he hits this 150 i will be like right next one's the 160 and then it's all yeah. go from
0: there oh we've got big goals he's yeah. won that 180 bench we, we kind of get a bit competitive when it comes to bench yeah but he's still not past me yet he failed <laughs> uh we've got that thing because i was like i've done an AMRAP wrap at 125 last couple of weeks ago and i got mm-hmm. nine reps and i've got nine reps 125 and i was like coming back hopefully i can get some nice training and i can get a 180 bench before mm-hmm. the end of the year and I was like, right, you've got an AMRAP at 125 because it marked out the same percentage of what I wanted to. And he only got seven. And I was like, shite. <laughs> can't even beat me. Can't even beat the old man at this.
1: I but, that's when it gets competitive. I like that in-house kind of... Oh, I
0: I'll, I'll just take that shit all the time. Yeah. There's a of my guy lifters are squatting. they like, they squat 150 for a heavy single and I'll be like, I benched that the other day. <laughs> yeah, I, <bench laughs> I what so. right I can over bench your squat max. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And I'm like aye, so it's good to just like rip and piss them for it. Yeah. But then they rip and piss me because I've not actually got a total and open that so te- I never once said I was a powerlifter. I'm a coach. But I <laughs> will it. be, I will be a powerlifter. Yeah.
1: Do you think that'll be this
0: year? hmm Yeah. I have a feeling that I will compete at the Scottish. Yeah, I I'll think probably... my
1: coach is going to compete for the first time at that too this oh, year. Really? Yeah. See,
0: he be he be in the wee boy weight class, 90, 80, <laughs> kilos, eh? or 90 80 kilos, eh? Eighty, eighty-three. Eighty-three yeah. wee boy class, man class. Is a skinny yeah. boy, yeah? Yeah! Like a lean boy, not like a skinny boy. Your
1: typical ollie lifter, like lean, Aye. muscly but lean. Yeah.
0: What um, can think, shift
1: their yeah? weight about, I yeah. couldn't do that.
0: Ollie lifters are strange, man.
1: Yeah, their mobility actually freaks me out. Yeah. Like, I see them doing their drills and stuff in the gym, and I'm like, that is like contortionist stuff. Yeah, it
0: scares me. I don't yeah. like look. At it. it put me out of sorts to be like that.
1: Same. I I wouldn't move like that. But it's so impressive to
0: watch. Oh, yeah, absolutely! It's great, especially when the it? Olympics roll around. Yeah. But it's more fun though. Yeah, it is. But um, so yeah, I think I might be that one. But like, um, what what numbers do you think he'll put up?
1: I have no idea because Ooh. he's never really properly trained from it. Yeah. So it'd be quite interesting to see because all of his kind of like maxes on power lifts have come from being accessories for his ollie lifting, yeah, so they've so never a been lot, a priority.
0: Yeah, a lot of front and back squats he probably, yeah, a lot and of front lifts, squats. He probably hasn't benched much. No. I'd imagine.
1: One thing that he was struggling was he was doing like suicide grip on bench and I, I told him, I was like, Darren, you're going to need to change your grip. You Get that thumb round and he started changing it. it he was like, I don't like it, I don't like it. A lot <laughs> of people like,
0: don't. Like a lot <laughs> of people on the switch can do suicide grip in some uh, Federations by IPF so oh no go but it isn't listen suicide grip is when you don't have your thumb around the bar when you bench um, there's one guy that I used to go to college with called Sam Sam Ferguson is a PT at Pure Gym shout out good guy but he's got fucked up thumbs like really? he's actually got like a deformation in his thumbs so he has to bench suicide grip Literally you can't, actually, you right. can't fit his thumb around the bar uh, and it's not really comfortable so he benches like that and I've seen a couple gnarly fails for suicide oh, grip but it's so scary yeah but that's. It. I might. I think I'm going to do that. But I think I'll be. i compete in Scottish Bench Champs a week before as well. Nice. Because uh, I don't know. Like I've got like a, a funny thing. Because a lot, like a lot of my guys are good benchers, so I was wanting to get everybody to compete in Scottish yeah. Bench to try and get a clean sweep of gold. Yeah. I'd like imagine if like everybody got a gold medal in the different weight classes. In bench be cool. as well, like, that's cool. Just in the Bench Champs, we're all Bench Champions. Yeah. That'd be great because like, Adam um, win has. Quite unless, on net I by the number of net he would win his. Mm. Um, I would probably win mine uh, uh, yeah. by the looks of it if everything goes well. If everything goes well, Sanyo would probably win hers. Yeah. Um, I've got a big guy called Babs. If he compete, he'd probably get it as well. And Drew, who's my 74 lifter, who benched 120, mm-hmm. he out like everybody in the one seventy-four class by like 20 kilos. Yeah, it's Pretty mad. His total is still working on it, but. Use your typical bro lifter at the start, <laughs> so his bench just fucking shot up compared to everything else.
1: When when is that the bench championship? It's the week
0: before the Scottish.
1: I might do that as well. I think I need a push on my bench that might help.
0: Plus, it would get you in the right frame of mind for the Scottish yeah. if you're going to compete. The Scottish is just a laugh anyway. Yeah. It's a best. really good first comp, but I've got that. I'll be at that, and I've got to. I've got a guy competing at the Masters a couple of weeks before as well, so yeah. I'll be at that. But it'll be fun to see. Everybody there. So when do you think your new girls are going to be competing?
1: They are going to be competing at the unis.
0: Unis, I'll be at unis. Yeah. That'll so literally
1: unis. all three of them, that'll which is really there. exciting. Beth will be competing as a guest because she's not at uni yet.
0: Yeah, she's under twenty five though. I think that's the rules. What do you mean? I think you have to be under twenty. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah she's seventeen. Ah,
1: yeah, so right. yeah, so there's her, and then there's um, Holly and Jillian who are both at uni, so yeah. they'll be competing properly as well. Um, I'm so excited. I've signed pretty myself cool. up to spot and load, so I'll be like, I've told them I was like, I'll be on the platform with you, like I'll be right there. Don't that's worry. That's pretty cool. Um, like and they'll have each other as well. I'm so excited to watch them compete.
0: That's really nice of you, just competing, helping out with that, spotting mm. and loading. But that's brilliant. Um, I'll be at uni's as well. Might be, I might be part of a streaming team. Me and Stephen nice. are talking about streaming for the Scottish powerlifting. So we'll talk about that, and I'll be hopefully if we can get something set up where it'll be like a commentating thing as well so we can actually if you've ever streamed like Worlds or Europe it's kind of like that maybe not as polished but like I'll get like a set up of the screen and i can like chat and see what's going on it'd be pretty cool
1: see stuff like that just like raises the standard of Scottish powerlifting powerlifting even more I I like that
0: so I like because Stephen asked me about it and I was like there is streaming, but it's normally for like British, uh, yeah. Europe's, and worlds, and they don't really have commentators for British, I don't think. It's a straight stream. Mm. But I was like, that nah, we can get something sorted with like commentating, and that would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it'll just bring like, I suppose it makes it look that bit more professional to yeah, other like people.
0: People can watch back and imagine like, because I, the only time I've done something like that where I've done, is uh, I competed in uh, the Overwatch Xbox finals like two years ago. Mm-hmm and she's playing a video game but like it was streamed and I had like live commentators on it and it was like cool hearing your name getting yeah, said Can't go for that and I was like cool. if, again and people talk about people like coming on a podcast as well about it it's like people love it and mm-hmm. um, get them to come on tell their story it does raise the game a wee bit mm-hmm. and it builds up a bit more of a profile so if somebody wants to watch something where their name's getting said or like it's a commentary sport it'd be a bit cooler so hopefully we can get something like that sorted
1: yeah, yeah. I, that would be so cool
0: yeah so I'm, and uh, also that day I am um, doing a podcast with Carolina and Lewis Walker from Elite Strength Training as well nice so they'll be helping out the folk at Unis so Carolina today even though this episode will come out in a week mm-hmm. and a bit's time but Carolina's competing at the British Women's today so all the best of luck to her as well and commiserations if she didn't do well because I don't know yet. <laughs> but hopefully she did really well because she's a really yeah. good girl and hopefully I'll go on an episode of their podcast as well which would be nice
3: yeah
0: but another thing in powerlifting as well which would help. helped thinking i was i was on the previous episode and we'll just carry on for that it's like um what do you how do you feel that powerlifting events go do you think that there's anything that could be added to them to make them a bit more like event-like or mm. fun and friendly atmospheric? or what do you think
1: i think the commentary thing would bring the game the up massively would be pretty
0: cool, aye. yeah like,
1: even just having a stream at all the comps yeah
0: stream's a big one apparently like there was a guy that had done the stream for Scottish Powerlifting before, but like Scottish Powerlifting don't have that much of a budget, mm. especially with like drug testing and stuff like that. Drug testing costs like 500 quid a pop. Jesus. So like, stuff like that, getting the venues, so, um, like, apparently British Powerlifting, they pay like 20 grand for the stream, <sighs> something like 20 grand is a lot of money. Yeah, it is. And I don't think Scottish Powerlifting has got anywhere near that, so, I probably do, but like, they're making a good amount of money, but like, not, like, it's not really much money in the budget, but mm. that would be something great. What we were talking about previously is like like making the sport a bit bigger, a bit more accessible. So imagine if there was like a bar. Imagine if folk can get drunk and scream yeah. like you're screaming on people's lifts. So like it's much funer to watching than darts, but darts is a legitimate sport. In quotation marks, I don't think it's a sport. But like people go mental for it, people get drinking. And it's like, fun. Yeah, yeah. to make it an event. So that's what I was thinking. If you make like a big event, sort of like that and if we can get like better facilities like Elysium's great and mm-hmm. um, I think Raven's Creek could be better yeah uh, but a place like that where like maybe there's a bar or maybe there's something where like the spectators can get lit and like it could just be a bigger yeah. atmosphere as well I actually
1: do something in between like waiting
0: yeah that's another thing as well so like entertainment on top of it as well like even at like fights there's like a raffle or something yeah Not, there's a musical number or, or there's people performing or somebody like even the, the, the MC I know they split between some of the Scottish powerlifting but if you ever go to like an international meet or a big meet they've got big Gino yeah have you ever seen him he's great uh, aye. so they've got somebody like that and even if they had somebody like that at the Scottish level yeah. who's a bit more entertaining who's not just like a volunteer they can actually get in yeah for that that would be pretty cool as well again those things cost money for people Set yeah. by Gino, apparently, you just book him flights and accommodation. And he's, and he's fine. He's Do you stuck.
1: know who I think is amazing on the mic? Is Claire.
0: Claire's brilliant on the mic, big talker. Yeah. And well done again, big mention to Claire Talker for getting uh, picked for Worlds as well. Yeah, amazing. World bench, cracking bench on the girl. Cracking yeah, she's so, so good though. at that. And I was really happy because obviously Will Brown's her boyfriend, and yeah. uh, hearing that she got that 102.5, finally a bench is brilliant. It's meant
1: like, a female bench in that with a pause and at Powerlifting Standard. Yeah, mental. absolutely
0: brilliant. Like, yeah. Uh, Brilliant, brilliant lifter. So big one for Yeah, she's great at actually announcing as well.
1: I actually said to her like, I'm always so glad if when she's on the mic before I've got yeah. a record attempt. I'm like fucking yes, because so, like, she yeah. pumps me up as well.
0: She'll bring it up as well. She gets everybody going for it.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: The best one I think I remember seeing was big souls be going mental at people in the, the handling area or people like next to the. <laughs> The people just next to the selection desk they were just like, wouldn't they move? And he was like, Right, we're not continuing until everybody gets out of the way.
1: I remember that. <laughs> and they were like,
0: Oh, <laughs> I think it was like some Asian family that was like taking up the whole space.
1: Yeah, and you're like, Stay out of the warm up area. It's
0: my biggest bugaboo, like, yeah. it's my biggest, one of my biggest bugaboos. is least see them because like, the handling area is so small mm-hmm. to get them out. It's when mm. there's one guy, again, I've mentioned him, um, good lifter, uh, a guy called Craig, uh, he had like five handlers five people why do
3: you need that the thing is
0: like my mates were like a good bunch of them that were there but I was like it's one of those things that was awkward I couldn't have just be like go and get the fuck out of my way please yeah like, and they were taking up seats and I was just like go and like why there's five E for it I've got one person for like yeah. three or six lifters on that day I'm like go and just like stop taking mm-hmm. up so much space it's <laughs> when they
1: have like I fucking love dogs right but yeah. it's when they bring dogs back there as well
0: That nah, dogs shouldn't be in the world especially when they're adult. small
1: and you're like oh my god like yeah. let me pass
0: yeah it's
1: that. stressful
0: enough no oh, I hate that never no, remember it's
1: that.
0: crowded I think the last time like it was so crowded at least you know, I'm like I stood on Robbie Masson's back his leg I don't know <laughs> that <to have. laughs> I apologise but like I was just trying to get out like, that's remember, easy to like, do oh and I, like, I I went back and went to the toilet I went to get something to eat and I came in and I seen the crowd and I just went Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> and about 10 people turned around to look at me and I was like oops I tried to get away, like slink my way through and I ended up bumping mm. into people, it was horrible, it was a massive horrible. Yeah, stress. But um, the, the handling area, I should just be, one, they did try like, a band system for a bit, Yeah. but then I think like too many people just didn't give the bands back or something. Mm-hmm. But it was a I did like there. that idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. There shouldn't be that many handlers at a bloody meet anyway. You
1: only need one handler, a pair lifter. Yeah. At that.
0: Yeah. But well, that was pretty much another thing I think that can bring the sport on a wee bit as well. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's it. Um. Cook, are you enjoying that?
1: You It's
0: <laughs> fine. Smelling away there. And that's it. If ah damn, pretty much turn up there. Have you got anything that you want to say to the mic? Anything you want to plug?
1: no just that's it yeah maybe try and get my content up a little bit more on social media (laughs) definitely should I think
0: the world's crying out for a bit more of that break yourself away that's what I try and say to my guys as well it's like it's not it's not the Chris Gray show that's them that's like it's their show so like everybody wants to be a part of a brand or everyone part of a team and the gmf team is like my team yeah. but like again i'm always saying them as like push yourself out a bit more like get a bit more clout or clout i hate the word but <laughs> push yourself out a bit more get more attention to yourself because at the end of the day like sponsors are going to come a-calling and maybe if the sport gets a bit more popular you climb up there it's going to come a-calling they're not going to want to sponsor your coach are no. going to sponsor you as the athlete to be the face and to be the thing as well
1: Yeah, well you'll be representing them yeah. so, It's the yeah. same
0: thing in every sport when it comes to that So again, push yourself out there a bit more I'd say The world wants to see a bit more of that for every lifter yeah. A bit more of your own face and a bit more of your attitude coming into it Yeah, that's I will it. try Yeah, That's perfect Well thank you very much in that's been a pleasure Thank you Thank you
1: Have you ever wondered what an Olympian experience is throughout their career? The highs of seeing your dream come to life and the lows of a career plagued with injury? Or have you ever wondered what it's like to be in the political limelight in today's polarized world? Hashtag, it's okay not to be okay. It's something you've heard a lot recently but have you ever wondered what it's really like to overcome severe depression whilst flying high in your career? And how someone can take that experience in order to help others to do the same? Listen to some of Scotland's most unique individuals and their stories on Who's Next with Stephen and Paul wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: From the After 12 Podcast Network.